Welcome, everybody. Episode 172 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Hey, today's episode is going to be on Sunset Overdrive. It's November 5th, 2014. Uh, Sunset Overdrive has been out for, what, a week and, week and a half almost? Yeah, it yeah. came out the 28th. Twenty. What? I don't even know what today is. Of October. Today's the 5th. 5th. Oh, I just said it. <laughs> I was going to say, you just said it. I have, I, have, I have parenting brain. But really, like... <laughs> uh, I'm very excited. Eric has some some exciting announcements he's got to make um, that we're going to do before we even get into Sunset Overdrive. Yes, uh, I have added to my entertainment center at home. I purchased a Wii U. Thank you. Uh, I got well the done. Mario Kart 8 bundle that also came with Nintendo Land, I mm-hmm. think it is. And um, I bought Bayonetta 2. Mm-hmm. And I also got a new computer. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can I be the first to welcome you to the Master Race? Sure, sure. The PC gaming Master Race. I'll argue that, but yes, you may. Uh, I will still be a console gamer, always. But mm-hmm. uh, the reason I was able to get a PC is because my girlfriend's laptop died, and she's in college. Um, and, you know, I had mentioned getting a PC desktop before. So I was going to try and sway her towards getting a desktop anyway as it was and i already had talked to you about it dan you gave me a a ballpark figure on what you could put one together for me for so she before i even said anything said hey do you want to get a desktop because you know you'd mentioned it and i was like well yeah i mean i feel (laughs) like it's a smart decision because i have a laptop you can take with you we have an ipad so why don't we just get a desktop something a little more permanent yeah um they you know (laughs) Something more powerful than you could get Something in a Something Eric can play games on. Well, yeah. I mean, you probably didn't <laughs> want to say that. but And, and I didn't say that. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, all my parts came today, and it is here. Dan's going to put it together for me tomorrow, and I'll be up and running tomorrow evening on, yeah. on Steam. Guild Wars 2. Yeah, Guild Wars 2. Oh, yeah, I bought Guild Wars 2. Uh, mm-hmm. for, first purchase I've made for a PC game. Yeah, it was on sale, so. Yeah. And now is the time to time to bite. We're all going to try to get together, uh, hopefully, and and all four of us play some Guild Wars two, and stream, of course. Yeah, if possible. Um, so. I know Corey can't do Sunday night, but if you guys still want to do Sunday night, I'm a we open shall book. See. Okay. Yeah, but I think those were my announcements. Yeah, that's Eric. awesome. I'm very excited. We, we we figured out that both Will and Eric have all the consoles. <laughs> All the three consoles, computers, and both have the two mobile consoles in uh, the PS Vita and, and, and uh, 3DS. I'm proud of myself. It's, yeah, that's it's, fantastic. It's disgusting. It kind of no. is. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yeah, but you'll never hurt for entertainment, ever. That's, that's if you're sure. If you're ever bored. There's no getting There's bored. no help. Yeah, I, you can't get bored with that. My God. <laughs> the only thing is, it's a little bit like... Um, the problem I have with, like, a big RPG, it can be intimidating. Overwhelming, yeah. When like, what am all, I going to play? Yeah, like, how, where do I get started here? Yeah. I have that issue. That's why I have, like, 20 games I need to play. Yeah. Right now I'm doing good at getting through my games, so I'm, I'm all right. Nice. 
Okay. Well, that's yeah. I wanted to get that get that out of the way. That's very very exciting that yeah. uh, two of our members anyway have have all the all the consoles. The superfecta. Yeah, we all have. What kind of rig did you get, Eric? I don't know. Ask your brother. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. By it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually let Eric borrow borrow my my old graphics card, my GTX 650 Ti. Uh, because he had to get a monitor, we couldn't afford to put a lot of money into a graphics card. Mm. Um, so I figured I'd let him use mine, and we can up he can upgrade, and you know whenever he's ready uh, with with something powerful. Like I suggested the GTX nine seven nine, yeah nine seventy. It's only a little over three hundred bucks, and it's one of the two best cards you can buy right now. So maybe at some point, uh, the, I think the GTX seven sixties, which I have on my computer, are only two hundred now. So that's not too bad either. Um, but yeah, I get, you know, I made sure he's got a six core AMD processor, um, eight gigs of Ram, you know, the, the standard, standard affair. That should run solitaire, right? Oh, it'll run solitaire. <laughs> All no I care is sleeper. that I can play Civ 5 finally. You'll be able to play Civ 5. play Skyrim. You'll be really, able to play Skyrim, no doubt. Really all I give a shit about. Yeah. Because I'm still going to buy primarily for consoles. Yeah. Um, unless there's some crazy deal or something. Yeah. But, uh, that card will it'll run like uh, newer games, like on medium. Okay. If you if you if you get a brand new game or whatever, yeah. Um, like but I, I, be console. yeah, uh, it'll be for specifically f- like PC exclusives, like sure. you said, the Civs and and stuff like that. You can you can play now. So yeah, I'm, um, I'm pumped. Yeah, we set up the Steam family share, or we're going to be setting up the Steam family sharing. So Eric has access to all of our games too. So. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. Well, let's get into Sunset Overdrive. Uh, if you caught any of Eric's Extra Life, which he's going to be talking about later, no doubt, uh, he played a considerable amount of Sunset Overdrive. He uh, beat Sunset Overdrive. Hey, well yeah. done. Thank you. Well done. Uh, yeah, go on, Dan. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're going to uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start off, obviously, with, with Sunset Overdrive. Eric will fill us in on all the details of the rest of his Extra Life later. Uh, Eric, what, I mean, let's let's hear about it. Um, well, yeah, first of all, I mean, I, it was perfect timing for the game to come out for my, uh, extra life stream and it really got me through half of it. I played it for, I think it probably took me 11, 12 hours to beat it. I played it from 6am to about 6pm with a short 45 minute FIFA break in between there just to break things up. Yeah. Um, but I really, really like this game a lot. Um, it's and and we talked about this. I talked about it with Will a little bit and some of the people in the chat. It's like a mix between um, Infamous. Some of the controls are kind of like Infamous, how you can glide aclo- across the screen. A uh, little Saints Row with the over the top action yep. and the crazy guns and Tony Hawk, which I think you said, Dan. Yeah, which yeah. was a good comparison. Yeah, the grinding. Yeah, all the because, grinding on the rails and because all the combat is based on like grinding on the rails and doing like these huge jumps off of pretty much anything in the area and running on walls, kind of like how you can skateboard on walls. But uh, and you you rack up kills and higher like point combos by killing things while you're grinding or doing jumps and, and running on walls and things of that nature. So It also helps you avoid getting hit by the uh, oh, enemies yeah. when time. you're grinding. Yeah, yeah. if you just if you try to run, which why you would do that in that game anyway is beyond me, but um, there's no way you could get away. You have to use the grinding and the rails. And right, because you lot, move a lot faster. Oh, God, yeah. And you can, you can, I think, the better combos you get going, do you go faster? 
you know? Yeah, I feel that way because when I was playing earlier today, like when I was just starting out on my grind, like I was going really slow, but as I was... There is a burst button. There is a burst button. Okay. I didn't even know that. See, I didn't know it either. Um, I, that's one thing I feel like maybe could be a little better. Uh, when you unlock controls, there's no rhyme or reason why or when you get them. Yeah. It just yeah. tells you, oh, now you have this. And you didn't necessarily earn it by doing anything, but you have it. Right. You just acquired it. Yeah, I guess you're just at a point in the campaign where you now have this. Uh, that's how it was with the air dash. All of a sudden, you just had it. Huh. And it was awesome. There's an air dash? You get it later. It's it's great when you get it. So excited. <laughs> uh, it really fills out the world when you get that, too, because there were some points where I felt like um, I wasn't having enough things to grind on or jump on, and I would get frustrated because it would stop me. You know what mm. I mean? It would stop mm. the flow of the action, and this game is very heavily based on the flow of the action and being able to keep your grind going and keep the jumps going and the combination of the two. Uh, but the air dash really helped to combine the two and keep everything connected. Yeah, so you didn't have any gaps between the exactly. big grind areas. And, and part of that was, uh, especially at the beginning, I feel like the controls are a little bit complicated, which isn't a bad thing. There's just a lot going on, and it's a very fast-paced game, so you have to know what you're doing and time it correctly. Yeah, it's pretty hard to be like grinding on a rail and be able to point your gun and pick off like the whatever the enemies are or, yeah. the, or like the the bandits and stuff like that it's pretty difficult at first big yeah. time and and like when you're grinding on a rail you can grind on top of it or hang from below it and um you you can switch back and forth between that because if you just stick to grinding on top of it enemies will jump on top of the rail to attack you and stop you from doing that so you can then switch to hanging from below it and go along it to you know dodge the enemy yeah um, and you just have all this shit going on around you. And towards the end of the game, it gets, like, crazy. There's shit everywhere, and you have to really yeah. be on top of your, your wits. Yeah. You can also melee when you're on uh, grinding on top of a rail, yes. which adds more controls to the game to nice. uh, make it a little bit difficult in the beginning to learn how to play. But Definitely. you'll learn. And, and I found that some guns are a lot easier to use while you're grinding mm-hmm. also. Like, obviously, the auto-fire weapons are going to be tougher to aim with. Um, I found myself usually sticking with, like, a, a shorter, short to medium-ranged kind of, like, shotgun weapon. Yep. I can't remember what it was called, but they all have really funny names. They have, the, the weapons were awesome. Yes. Because I watched a considerable amount of mm-hmm. you playing during your extra life, and I was I was amazed at how awesome the, the game looked. Yeah. I was very, very jealous. The weapons were really cool. Um, all the amps, which are special abilities, we'll get into that uh, shortly. Um, all that kind of thing was really cool. In yeah. The game. Um, how big was the map? It was a pretty good size, I felt like. Yeah, I, you know, I mean. I, go ahead. I was, I'm trying to think of how to, com- what, like, what game oh, I could well, how compare far did it you to. Get? I got it a couple, like a mission or two. You know when you get to the area where you save that one guy and you go into... I was listening to a podcast while I was playing it, so like the story... I have no idea what's going on in the story. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but you get into an area and like everybody's texting inside like a safe area. Oh, a little okay. Bit. Yeah. I did a couple missions after <laughs> that. Uh, that's one of the factions. That's one of the factions. Yes. Oh, okay. And I can't remember for the life of me what they're called, but they're supposed to be like snooty um college kids from like harvard 
that are have their faces stuck in their phones all the time, and nice. they text about you while you're standing in the room, and you can see what they're texting. Yeah, it was like one of them was I don't know what the guy's name was. It was like we'll just say John. It's mm-hmm. like John's friend is lamer than John. Yeah, one of the texts that when somebody sent. Yeah, because you meet up with one of the kids in this group, but nobody in the group really likes him, so they pick on him all the time. Uh-huh. But that's one of the factions, and we're, we'll get more into those also. Um, we talked about the look of the game a little bit. Well, back to the, the map size. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Big enough. Yeah, it's definitely big enough. There's definitely... Uh, the areas don't seem too different, I guess, but there was especially one, the color scheme seemed pretty different. Uh-huh. You're, you're probably not there yet, Will. No. But, um, there's enough variety, though. Okay. Uh, but the overall look of the game, it's just a lot of bright colors and a lot of shit going on. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of cartoony looking. I don't know. It's I've never really played a game that looked like no, Sunset No, it definitely has a, it has its own look. Yeah. It's, an, it's a cool look. Yeah, it's it's like a, like you said, like a lot like Saints Row, but it's it's more, more stylized than Saints like, Row. Yeah. Like, if you like uh, pop punk... <laughs> like I do, it's like it looks like pop punk. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it looks like pop punk. Sounds. You know what I mean? If yeah, pop punk had a had a, a look. To looks it. like yeah. the cover of Queen eighty two album. You're yeah, right. exactly. You're absolutely right, Court. Especially uh, the one that was the later on self titled Blink one eighty two release with the big pink face. Yeah, yeah. That pink face is what Sunset Overdrive looks like. Yep. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> call, Court. Uh, one shoot buck. One shoot buck. <laughs> um, yeah, so soundtrack. Soundtrack fits in very well. It's something that I started to notice the more I played of it. The so- I, I can't tell you that I remember any of the songs, but I know while I was playing it, it has a really good soundtrack to the game, kind of like a rock and roll, just kind of upbeat, up-tempo, get your blood going a little bit. Yeah. And you, don't, I, you don't necessarily notice it, but all of a sudden you're like, yeah, this, this music is fitting in really well with what we've got going on here. Mm-hmm. Um have you played... Oh, character customization. <laughs> right yeah. from the start. Yeah. And actually, I was listening to a podcast talk about this earlier on, and uh, one of the guys on there made his character look just like Freddie Mercury, <laughs> which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. Because there is a mission in the game, and he talked about this, where you have to try and... It's called Get the Band Back Together, and you have to try and set up like a, a rock show for a... a kids that have cancer they don't actually i'm gonna leave it alone uh-huh. but uh it's part of the story uh but yeah you have to get the band back together to get a, a rock concert going is like a benefit for these kids in a hospital and he, he was talking about how cool it was playing as freddie mercury putting a, a rock concert yeah in. that's and perfect and another guy on the show said that his character looked just like freddie mercury okay <laughs> nice i was i was jealous yeah uh i went for uh my my guys look for most of it, it changed a few times, but I was trying to go for uh, Corey's roommate, my cousin, Jared, kind of like a hipster. I called it a hipster Needham okay. look. He kind of looked like a lumberjack a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, Jared's got the beard yeah. and the red hair. Yeah. So I went for that, but I made sure the skinny jeans were a, a constant throughout. Okay. <laughs> and he had a flannel on for quite a while. Yeah, which is what gave me the lumberjack vibe. Yeah. Uh. I needed to let the red hair flow, though, so I wasn't about to put a beanie on him. Right. But I was happy. And the character customization is really good. You yeah. can unlock more clothes by spending currency. Uh, I That was one complaint I, ha- I would have had about the game. I didn't think you got enough currency to unlock um, clothes, 
weapons. I didn't get to unlock all the weapons I would have wanted to. Now, did you do any of the side missions? I, know I did you... one. Okay. Do you think maybe you unlock more currency by doing more of the side yeah, missions? Yeah, I'm sure you do. Okay. Um, but yeah, I did one or two, and I don't really have any rhyme or reason why. I just kept going with the main story. It yeah. said, go here, so that's where it went. Um, but yeah, I mean, the currency, plus you can, I think you can also, for amps, which are like uh, abilities you can get they they call it cooking it's kind of like meth that's where they were going with it you cook the amps um nice. and there are parts in the main story where you have to do that it's part of the story so you get them otherwise it does get expensive and time consuming there's things around the map that you can go collect to to make the amps but i just i'm not really a collector yeah see i would do i would have to do all the yeah, side stuff you, you would love this game dude. yep um there's a lot of side stuff and a lot of collectible stuff oh. um, the main story was good for me and I, I don't know if i'll go back to it i loved the game i really did but it's just I, when i beat a game i just don't go back it's to hard it. for us to do that though it really is, it uh, is. M- like it would be something you might want to play next year at some point. Yeah, like if it goes, because I'm sure I'll trade it in soon, but when it goes on sale yeah. next year, like you said. Yeah, at some like point, next summer when there's not a lot of new games coming yeah. out, it's something you might you would revisit because you, oh, yeah, you yeah, like yeah. it. Definitely. Uh, what else? Well, what kind of character did you make? What's your guy look like? <laughs> uh, so for stars, he has a, a fro, and it's blue and green, mixed colors, with uh, sunglasses and a red stash. And then he's wearing a belly shirt, basically, <laughs> with a denim jacket and skinny jeans. Nice. I know that guy. Do you know that guy? <laughs> Corey sees that type of person all the time. Which is kind of what I was going for a little bit with that sort of sort of look. But it made me chuckle So as I was messing around with the character customization. So that's the type of character I made. Nice. Cool. Uh, one of my favorite parts of the game... And I think you probably have done at least one of these, Will. There's I, there's four or five of them. When you get to new areas in the game, you get, like, a new home base. No, and no. it's like a tower-slash-base defense where you can set up different traps and you unlock different traps throughout the game. I watched oh. you play one of those. That was neat. Yeah, you set up traps around the base and there's waves of enemies. And that is when they're cooking the new amps. Yep. So you have to defend the vats of... What the hell is a drink called? Uh... Uh, it starts with an O, right? I don't remember. I got it right here, though. Yeah. Overcharge. Yeah, Overcharge. Yeah, so the drink is called Overcharge. So the main story is that uh, Fizco puts out this energy drink called Overcharge, and everybody that drinks it becomes infected, basically, and they become like zombies. And you're one of the survivors, and you're trying to escape. Yeah. So the, the tower defense type thing was pretty difficult because... For me, because it was the first one I did, and I wasn't used to the controls yet, and they sent a lot of guys your way to fight. Yeah, I got my ass kicked the first time because it was really early on, and I didn't know how to control it or anything like that. Yep. Um, but once you get the hang of it, it's a lot of fun, and you can go back and replay them. Okay. Um, to try to perfect your... Yeah, because you can set up the traps different ways, and there, there's different traps that you can use, and you get a certain a separate currency for that. I think it's energy or something like that. Um, and each trap, like... I think the one where you can freeze enemies costs 15. Um, one that cuts enemies up was like 10. There's one where it sets up grind rails, and each section of grind rail is five points of energy or whatever it was. Um, but, yeah, you can move things around and set things up however you want. 
Um, and then there's also barriers that are already put up that they have to get through. So I would try and put traps next to the barriers because big hordes of enemies would get to the barrier and try to knock it down. Then and I would just hit them with, you know, one of the uh, the traps and freeze them or light them on fire, whatever the case was. Uh, but I, I, what I found helpful for those was to use the, the teddy bear cannon. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember what it was Oops. called, but it was just a big, like, it's basically a rocket launcher that shoots out teddy bears. And when the teddy bear makes impact with the enemy, it just it's a big explosion. You can kill a bunch of enemies. So I would wait for them to gather in a spot and just, you know, Blow them pul- up. pelt them with teddy bears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the one of the weapons is called the dude, like um, Big Lebowski. Oh, I love that! And movie. it shoots bowling balls out. <laughs> <laughs> love the references. I already that's good stuff. Yeah, it has a lot of those like uh, pop culture references. Uh, there's a lot of Breaking Bad. Like I said, they, okay. they call it cooking, cooking yeah. uh, with the vats, and they did mention Breaking Bad a couple other times. Yeah, they said Heisenberg. Yeah, a few times. Um, I I thought the game was really funny. I don't often laugh out loud at TV shows or video games or stuff yeah. like that, but I did laugh out loud a few times during the game. It does swear a lot. Don't play it around your children. Yeah, the, I was surprised by yeah. the language. It's it's a pretty vulgar game. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty humorous. It could have had something to do with me being overly tired. Yeah. From getting about three hours of sleep before I did my 24-hour stream, but <laughs> neither here nor there. Yeah. Um. So what else? Yeah, tower tower defense part. One of my favorite parts of the game. Um, did you like that, Will? Yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. And Even, the bases get bigger. Oh, do they? Yeah. Because the area I was in was had maybe two, three barriers, maybe. Yeah, the bases get bigger, and you get more points to spend on setting up traps, but then you have to like jump from side to side and grind over. Okay. And the, the enemies get bigger, too. Okay, because I only faced one big enemy. Yeah, you'll get a couple at a time. Um, those are such a bitch. But what I found that I just had to do was find a rail that was near them and just kind of go back and forth on it. That's what I did, yeah. I, I actually used the pistol. What's did it you? called? The, it's something John Wayne, isn't it? No, it was Dirty something. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Which is Clint Eastwood. Okay. I think that's Clint Eastwood film, Corey, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, so the factions, which is another really cool part of this game, especially one in particular. Uh, Will found that one that was like the Harvard snooty kids. I can't remember what they're called, but there's Troop Bushido, who is former Boy Scouts that now live by the way of the samurai. Um, (laughs) Their leader. Wait till you rescue their leader. I about pissed myself. Um, And my favorite, and probably all of your favorites too if you were to play, are the Fargarths, who are a group of LARPers. (laughs) Live action role players. (laughs) <laughs> fucking brilliant that would be my favorite no doubt brilliant <laughs> and they're always in character so that's how they talk all the time that's like fantastic. like they're actually wizards and stuff yeah. and they all have different roles <laughs> <laughs> and there was a good uh good battle with them where you go to like a park and there's catapults around and you can use the catapults while they're like i think, I think they're harvesting tree bark or something to revive their leader something like that <laughs> and it, it was so good yeah i, I just bear with me. I was in a haze from playing 12 hours straight of this game. but uh-huh. um, Yeah, so the, the factions are really good. And there's another one, too. Um, when you get to that children's hospital that I was talking about, it's a group of female Asian girls, and I can't remember what they're called. 
I don't know exactly remember what their deal was, but I remember the one is real bitchy. That was her her mm-hmm. whole thing. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, Watching I know who that, that is. Yeah. Um, let's see. They had the face painted stuff, right? Was that the ones? Yeah, maybe. Okay. They had their faces painted. That could be. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there there's some really just really cool parts in there that are are very memorable. I don't want to spoil any any of them for anybody. The story itself doesn't do much for you. I don't feel like. But the game is so fun while you're playing it. You just want to keep playing through it. And you, I just didn't. I didn't want to stop. The only reason I played FIFA for those 45 minutes is because I just thought I should break it up for the stream. Right. But I just went right back to it. Um, I thought the ending was really cool. What they did with the ending. Um, there were some some really cool set pieces in there. Um, when you. When you play the game, you'll know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil, but you you basically upgrade your sword into like this real badass mega weapon, and you have to kill a shit ton of enemies with it. But it's so awesome, and I wish I wonder if there's a way you can unlock that in the in the game afterwards because you do lose it, you lose access to it. Oh, okay, but um, it was awesome when I had it. Um, but just stuff like that, you have you make it nuclear, and you have to drop down like nuclear tank and stuff, and. It was great. The last boss was awesome. Really fun to, to fight against. It wasn't necessarily hard, but there's a lot of jumping and stuff and timing and things like that mm-hmm. that you have to do. Um, I guess if you're on the fence about Sunset Overdrive, just you should just expect a game that is just a ton of fun. And it probably doesn't offer much story, but it offers a lot of humor. It's one of those games that time just flies by because oh, you're yeah. just having so much fun with it. Um, one thing that we didn't touch on was the co-op, and that's because I couldn't get into a co-op match. Oh, really? Said no one was playing. <laughs> Even when, when Will was playing? Will had to progress further in the story to uh, get in. Which is like 15 minutes. I wasn't 15 minutes into the game when we were huh. going to play. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know how the co-op is. From what I understand, it's just like waves of enemies. Which Okay, like a horde mode? Yeah, isn't, I guess... Anything I'm too interested in doing. That'd be pretty crazy with eight people. It's eight. eight it's player. eight, eight player co-op. Yeah, that must be crazy. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, Sunset Overdrive is a fucking awesome game, and honestly, it's going to be up there for my game of the year. Nice. I love that game so much, and I, I'm sad that I don't have any interest in going back and playing it. But that's not a knock on the game. It's not just, at all. You need that's, to, a, that's a knock on my attention span. Right, and, and the need to move on for, and, the, for the podcast. And I got a Wii U and a PC. Yeah. And a, you know, <laughs> yeah. So it's like... There's right. a lot to play. Yeah, there is, and there's a lot more coming out. Halo. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I love Sunset Overdrive. What do you think so far? So far, I, I love it, too. I'm having so much fun playing it. It's just a blast. Yeah, it? it is. It, re- as, it reminds me of Saints Row with like yeah. the over-the-top humor, and that's why I love Saints Row. I had yeah. so much fun with that, and... I've heard, read and heard places that they tried too hard, especially in the beginning, to be funny. I didn't find that. I feel like you could say that about any game that has yeah. a funny exactly. aspect to it. So, so. People say that about Borderlands. People said that about Saints Row, yeah. trying to force it. I, I, I never did, got that from either of those games either. So neither did and I. and the, the I watched quite a bit of your uh-huh. Sunset Overdrive, and I never I never got that from it. Yeah, but like like Will said, you could probably say that about anything that that is trying to be humorous yeah that has a comical touch to it yeah. so we didn't say funny to everybody right it's uh developed by insomniac games published they've, by microsoft 
They're the one. What games have they done? They did Fuse, and then what was before Fuse? I can tell you. Hold on a second. Don't know. They're the ones that did uh, Spyro. Spyro. So I was gonna say Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet they and haven't. Clank. Okay. They haven't ruled out more Spyro. Resistance. Oh, okay. I knew they did another shooter game, but I can't They have a good history. They also haven't ruled out a a later PC release for Sunset Overdrive. Really? Yeah. Read that somewhere. I hope you get to play it, Dan. You'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. You would like it. Because I would buy it on PC in a heartbeat. Uh That's a fun game. I'm looking forward to being able to play more. I have a couple questions. Yes, sir. Uh, Captain Spacely in the chat wants to know... Is it worth picking an, picking up an Xbox for this game? In, Ooh. in my opinion, system seller. If if you, yes, in my opinion. But you need to know you, this game is just fun. It's not like a deep story. It's not anything like that. Yeah, and it's not something that you're probably going to play for too awful long. More than I did probably to do the side stuff, but right. It, someone look up the how long to beat the completionist because yeah. if the completionist is like like an Assassin's Creed, like fifty hours, that's yeah. that's a significant amount of time. Well, what I say is, if you're into Halo too and you want to play Halo, then definitely get an Xbox One and with Sunset, Sunset Overdrive, Overdrive because too. Xbox has a lot of stuff coming. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if if you're on the fence right now about it. And like Will said, there's plenty of stuff coming out. Um, I guess what's out thus far probably isn't fantastic. Yeah. What was some of the other? Oh, Rise. Actually, I was a huge fan of Rise, and that's a, a well, it's on PC now, but for console, it's that right. was an exclusive. Dead Rising Three was good. I, I would say yes if you don't have an Xbox One, you're thinking about it, especially with the, the, the price, price drop cut. that it, that includes bundles. Yeah. Get the Sunset Overdrive bundle A because the game's awesome. B because it's the white console that looks pretty sweet. Oh. And nice. is the white controller. Um. So yeah, I mean, for, for my money, absolutely. I like I said, that's going to be up there for game of the year for me. Completionist is 25 hours. Okay. Uh, uh, main story nine and a half took me a little longer than that. Well, combined is twelve hours, which is closer to what I did. I had, okay. like I said, I did do a couple side missions, but you know, and no. a little bit of fucking around here and right. there. But okay, yeah, twenty five hours is significant though for a com- completionist. Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna say yes on that. Okay, what about um, for me? Yeah, for you? Yeah. Are you some uh, uh, Saints Row guy? Oh, I really like Saints Row Four. You, you you are you do like those games that are just plain fun. Yeah, you, yeah. Are you? I think you would like this game, but to buy an Xbox One, maybe not. Yeah, because you're more of a big picture guy. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want an Xbox One for Halo? Yeah. Then I would get the Sunset Overdrive <laughs> yeah, bundle then, and pick up Halo. Yeah, then that's then yeah. Well, we were talking about it in the chat. There's uh, the AC Unity bundle. You get two games and then a game of your choice for three seventy nine. Oh my god! Are you serious? That's an absolute. That's a steal. great deal. My, yeah. Well, I don't know if we should get into this right now. We could do a roundtable about this later if you want. Sure. Ho- holiday projections mm-hmm. or our thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean, Jesus, that's a hell of a deal. I wish I waited to get an Xbox One. Well, I mean, these things are going to pop up. <sighs> yeah, no. Whatever. Yeah. Life goes on. Yeah. It's yeah. only money. We'll make more. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Corey, did you have any other questions besides that? No, I, I really like, I mean, I think I said to you, Eric, in the chat when you were playing that, I, I liked how it looked a little bit like Saints Row 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, I love that game just because it was so much fun. And I see that and, you know, additional humor in this game, too. So 
I'm into it. I, I would be curious to play it, but maybe, hopefully, it'll come out on PC, or you know, maybe I can convince myself to get an Xbox at some point. God, I would um, love that. But even at E3, like watching the gameplay for this game, I remember saying to, I think to you guys, like that game looks awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, this, and, ga- this game and Quantum Break were the two from E3 that I was just like, those games are going to be awesome. Yeah, um, it got good reviews too. It was well reviewed. Metacritic is at 82 right now, which is good. Any hipsters? Give it a. Uh, it got a six from VideoGamer.com. Okay. So nobody knows know. what that is. Yeah. Game Informer nine point two. Uh, Destructoid eight and a half. IGN gave it a nine out of ten. Polygon nine out of ten. So okay. pretty good. Yeah, it got it got good reviews. I thought it was fantastic. So yeah. Nice. I say get yourself an Xbox One. Highly recommended. Yeah, yeah. there's I, like you said, there's great deals. The Assassin's Creed Unity bundle you said, Corey. What was that? Three games and. Yeah, it's AC Unity, Black Flag, which you know we all liked and recommend, um, and then another game, and it's all the big ones like Mordor and Titanfall and Destiny and the sports games. So you threw Titanfall in the big ones, did you? <laughs> Titanfall's uh, evil only, within. Titanfall's only twenty bucks now. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't pick that for my game. Diablo. Nice. Okay. So yeah, some good good choices for yeah, three seventy nine though. I mean, come on, that's a steal, really is. I would say go for it if you're on the fence. Now's a great time to get it. I love that uh, Microsoft and Sony are really going to duke it out. That's really that's good for us. That's yeah, good for all it I, is. for gamers. It is absolutely is for them to s- just slug it out. Well, I you know you you remember um, when video games it seemed like it would never go on sale. Yeah, even for Christmas. Yeah. It's only really the last couple, two, three years. Probably two years. Right? Yeah. But now it's like, fuck, I'm going to wait till Christmas. I'm going to get a real steal of a game. Yeah. And it's already starting with this, with the Xbox stuff, and Target has their buy two, get one free. Yeah. Um, Best Buy also this week is doing buy one 3DS game, get one half off. Do you think that's, do you think part of the reason they're doing that is to, to compete with Steam? Because Steam has games so cheap all the time? I don't know. Maybe. Corey? I don't care. I hope so. I, well, yeah, I think that's exactly. part of it. That'd be part of it, right? I think. I think it. Yeah, maybe a little bit now. I think it's getting closer to that. But I don't know. I still consider them very different things. Yeah, uh, they don't really need to compete right. yet. Yeah, but uh, I think that's it. If you guys don't have any other, no, I'm good. Questions? Jealous. Like I said, I hope they do a PC release some at some point in the future. Fantastic. Because I'll buy that. I'm going to buy Rise too at some point. Steam Summer Sale, three dollars and fifty cents for Sunset. I, I'm interested to hear if you like Rise, Dan, because I thought it was I probably super would. Underrated. I would like the history of it at the very yeah. least. It's still gonna, the best looking game I've played on. Yeah, next gen. I'm gonna yeah. give that game another go. I'm gonna borrow it. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, uh, do, should, should we take a break, or do we want to get right into Nibble Bits? I'm cool with keep on rolling. Let's roll. All right. Nibble Bits. We'll start with you, Corey. EA is already shutting down its new MOBA Dawngate. Uh, it's only been in beta. F- well, it's been in beta for 18 months, but open beta for six. Uh, hasn't left beta, and they already decided they're going to shut it down. Uh, I have a quote from one of the developers. Matt Bromberg announced this on Tuesday. He said, although the game has grown, we're not seeing the progress we hoped for. This isn't the outcome we wanted, but beta testing is about learning and improving and ultimately about making difficult decisions about how to proceed. Uh, the good news is that they're fully refunding any players that spent money in the beta. Oh, that's so, good. Oh, okay. That's a good, good to smart hear. Smart move by EA. I, I also like the fact that they're going to pull out, like, yeah. they obviously wanted to compete with the League of Legends and the, the Dotas and, and those big ones, so. Too, too late for that, I think. 
I don't think it's necessarily too late, and I forget what article I was reading. Um, it's it's whatever I, I tweeted the the source, um, but they made a good point that EA has enough money that they can inject themselves into any market. It's just a matter of making putting together the right formula. Right. Uh, and they obviously determined that this wasn't wasn't the right thing, so yeah. they you know pulled out, which I I can respect. It's hard to differentiate yourself too in the in the MOBA market because it's not like you know w- when you're talking about World of Warcraft, like comp- making someone something to compete with World of Warcraft, like that still has a subscription fee. The game itself still costs money. You know all the all the MOBA stuff. That's all. It's all free to play. Yeah. So it, it's it is slightly different than you know we, like we talk about Guild Wars too and how that doesn't have a subscription fee. Yada yada, but. You know, you're talking about essentially all free games. You know, it's hard to uh, differentiate Rise above the noise. Exactly, it's hard to differentiate differentiate yourself in that in that environment. I think. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that you just have to market better than the other guy. You know, yeah. If you can really, really figure out a way to get uh, those influencers playing and and talking about it, then I think that's the the first step. In this case, it's just it's think, so hard to win over those kind of fans because it's such a. I mean, it's an esport. You know. Yeah, and the the time commitments are are different too. I think I think the way to market a MOBA is to market it to non MOBA players as yeah. the you know. You know, the, the non, the non, yeah, the non MOBA MOBA. I, right. <laughs> I honestly think the only other MOBA that has a chance to take any players away is Heroes of the Storm from Blizzard, because mm-hmm. League of Legends is just so big. Like, if I go on the Reddit front page, like it'll have League of Legends stuff on there. Like, it's, it's all massive. It's always the number one game on Twitch too that people are watching and playing and yeah, whatnot. and Dota, Dota's behind that, and yeah. Dota's huge too. Yeah. So, like, I think Blizzard out of anybody would be able to. Yeah, they could do it. They could do it. But You're right. But whenever that come, like gets into beta or whatever, it's still an alpha or whatever they're doing yeah. with it. But I was in, yeah, that's a, that's a good point with with a name like Blizzard too. That that's a good way to get into it. Yeah. I was watching the Nintendo Direct earlier today, and someone on the Twitch chat said that they thought Nintendo was going to announce a Pokemon MOBA. Yes, that would be crazy. All right, now I would I'm think in. about playing one. Pokemon MOBA <laughs> on the Wii U. Would that be fantastic or what? With amiibos that you level up. Yes, I would play so much of what that. What exactly did the amiibos do? You didn't watch the video? No, I was busy. Not much. Okay. From what I gather, All right. I think it's kind of just a neat thing. I would buy an amiibo, uh, amiibo, if I could play it in Skylanders. I would buy one. But that other is, than that, like so I don't. Do they are they of use in games? Yeah, like in in Smash. Uh, it, like it's supposed to be. They're going to have various uses in all the different games, so it really depends on the game. Okay, I know in Smash it's almost like the Drivatar from. Uh, oh, uh, it, it kind of mem- re- yeah memorizes your move set and stuff, and and like almost goes out Which into the cool. world and uh, you know mimics your fighting style and okay. stuff. Yeah, Nintendo put out a brilliant commercial with their you know how their marketing yeah, is. Yes, I never, I didn't watch that. I forgot it's, to. It made me uncomfortable when I was watching it. <laughs> really. Okay. Do yeah. I need to get an amiibo, Will? You don't need to, no. Are you going to get one? Probably not, no. Right. I'll get I'll get one at some point. Yeah, but... I think I should get one. We have a Wii U. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like such a fun little thing. If, if Corey's down with that, I think we should all have to be down with it. Right, it's like I'm in. <laughs> but anyway, continue, Corey. Uh, yeah, I'll move on. Uh, the temporary $50 price drop for Xbox One is now live. This is for the standalone and the bundles uh, sold in the U.S. So, sorry to people outside the U.S. 
Uh, it only lasts until January third, so get it get it while the getting's good. Get it while uh, it's hot. I, what's up? Get it while it's hot. Get it while it's hot. I personally think it's a it's a great move by Microsoft. Um, that fifty dollars up against the PS4 looks pretty good for them going into the holidays. Uh, do you and want if they to get into that real quick? It. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, when you couple that with PS4 and Sony not having anything coming out really exclusive except Little Big Planet Three, Bloodborne is February. Right, yeah. it's a ways away. Uh, and and I think they were counting on maybe the order coming out, but it's not Drive Club. I think they were. Yeah, I think they were counting on Drive Club a little more heavy, heavily <laughs> to work. Which is a hot mess. Yep. Still, uh, it's, it's putting it rather politely. Yeah. But uh, even the people that paid for it can't play it. Yep. Um, yeah, I think Microsoft's going to make up a lot of ground. Yeah, because I think th- last time I checked, they had sold like half as many consoles as Sony. Yeah, I'm interested to see how much they can get. Yeah. After holiday. after the after the holidays are over, I'll be interested to see the new numbers with yeah. with Nintendo and Smash. Uh, and, and Xbox and their sales and all their games that, that they've gotten coming out. I, I, it'll be interesting to see the numbers. Oh, yeah. Um, you know Even what just... I, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Um, what I won't be excited to see is the um, Xbox fanboy outpouring of, <laughs> see, I told you we were yeah. going to catch up. It's like, of course you caught up. Look at how cheap your system is yeah. now. I hate seeing that, by the way. Uh, anytime you go on... YouTube. Anything like no uh, Twitter? Every time I scroll down, that has some, like some sort not not even a comparison, but you know such and such on PS PS4. Like I think it was talking about Assassin's Creed uh, PS4 coming out next week, and there was an argument like like fifty or hundred tweets long of of Xbox and PS4 fanboys just going at it. It's like you people See, are it's idiots. Obnoxious. It is. When- like, Go ahead, well, whenever uh, PlayStation puts out their videos for like, hey, these are the free games for the month, everyone's like, oh, there's the PlayStation or the indie station, ho ho ho, Xbox is better. First of all, it's like, like shut that's up. even a bad thing. No. There are so many good indie games, uh, and like I said to Captain Spacely in the chat, like each system has as its- an owner of both has its strengths and its weaknesses. Like, yeah, yeah. they both have good games. Uh, right now, Microsoft clearly with Sunset Overdrive and Halo. Has the better exclusive by the nuts yeah. right now for the holidays. Yeah, definitely. But when February rolls around and the order and Bloodborne, Bloodborne come out, what's Microsoft got? Yeah, nothing. Right. So it's it doesn't matter. Like if you can get both, I would recommend. But if you can't, I, it's do you like Halo or not? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is what it boils down to. Yeah. Do you like Halo or not? Because Halo Five. Uh, uh, wiener teasing is already kind of beginning. Oh, so. oh man, my wiener. It always gets at least half a rack. Half chub. Yeah. Okay. Half tent. <laughs> go ahead, Corey. And just anecdotally, if I were to go out and buy a console right now, it would definitely be an Xbox. Okay. Yeah. Um, for that? all the reasons you guys just outlined. Uh-huh. And TV. Integration. Yeah, the TV stuff is a lot better on that, too. And the sports. Football. Sport, sports, 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 TV, and, uh, TV, uh, TV, the, TV. The, the Twitch is far better. And all and and the Call of Duty dog. Yeah, I can't forget the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Speaking of Pokemon, uh, since you guys brought it up earlier, Camp Pokemon is now available on iOS. Uh, What is Camp? What what is Camp Pokemon? Um, I think that was like an IGN article or something like that, which was exactly what I typed into Google. So match me up well with that. Uh, Apparently, it's teaching players more about the world of Pokemon through several interactive mini games. And it is free on iOS, so if you're curious, go for it. I'm curious, but I don't have an iPhone. iPad. I do have an iPad. 
Always forget. Pick, mm-hmm. pick it up. Uh, I read a couple good stories about Pokemon stories uh, over Halloween weekend. Was that this past weekend? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, the the Lavender Town story. I'm sure you guys have heard about the Japanese kids committing suicide yeah. due to the music in Lavender Town. Yeah, that story is actually really interesting. I it's a really creepy. I didn't hear about story. it. I didn't either. Basically, the it's uh, correct me where I'm wrong, Corey, but the tone of the music in Lavender Town on the Pokemon Green and Red version, which were Japanese releases, had like a tone into it that like clicked with people like some kids' heads, and they like killed themselves really? from it. Was yeah. this a group of friends or no? No, like, I mean it. Individual. It's really a myth, but it's just a really good scary story. Yeah, oh. it makes me think of that Chin Pokemon episode of South Park. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, like, pe- uh, <laughs> people who ran with this, like, make up parts of the story, like, wrote it as in, like, one of the developers did it to, uh, like, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. There's a couple, there's, like, a story on cre- some creepy po- creepypasta or something like that. Yeah. It's like yeah. an urban urban legend kind yeah. of story. It taught, like, saying that this was, like, done by two people that were working on the game and stuff like that. It's cool. It's interesting, but. It's a, it's a really interesting story. And that song is pretty creepy. Yeah, it's really yeah, I'm kind of scared to listen to it, too, because what if it makes me freak out well, you're, it gives, not a, you're, you're an adult it gives me a light headache actually use your noodle <laughs> I'm, gonna li- I'm gonna listen to it yeah. after we get done uh, and then I was reading about the missing no glitch that was really fascinating like the programming behind it yeah um, what little computer programming knowledge I have um, it was simple for my simple mind the uh, it's, it's a really interesting read I had the missing no Pokemon back in the day sure. yeah. back when remember I you had to go the old man had to teach you how to fish and then you had to go to Cinnabar Island or something like that. Yeah. It's all vague. You remember, remember the island. Wow. I just remember I had missing no. Yeah. That's the good stuff. I want to go back and play Red and Blue. They should do Red and Blue remakes. They kind of did with Leaf Green and Fire Red. Oh. But they're on Advance. They're not on 3DS. Oh, so. yeah. That's outdated yeah. at this point. Exactly. Okay. Red and Blue, the originals? Yeah. They could probably talk me into getting a new oh, one. Oh, yeah. I would, because the hundred, the original hundred and fifty are the only Pokemon. Oh, those are the only ones that will ever exist to me. Yeah, yeah. The second generation is still my favorite, but number one's great, obviously. Yeah. You know how they do, and I know they do this for some games, but I want to play. Um, you know how they do commentary for DVDs? I want to yeah. play like old classics and have like director producer commentary over it. Oh, like Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, that would be great. Yep. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I would pay a lot of money for that. Yeah. Just to see what they were thinking behind all the scenes and, and the dialogue options. And, yeah. Because that, that, that's always very interesting. Like, a lot of it, it's all calculated for, for a purpose, you know? And mm-hmm. you, you don't know that as the player or yeah. the watching whatever movie it is. It's I heard recently an uh, interview with a one of the Halo 2 lead map designers for the multiplayer. Uh-huh. That was really interesting. Yeah. Because they just went down the list of all of them. And uh, he just talked about each one, which ones he was really proud of, which ones he wasn't so proud of. Yeah. And it was interesting to hear, you know, what, what goes into that. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Any other little bits, Corey? A couple more here. I'll be quick, though, because I know we've been chatting a lot about these. Uh, YouTube now supports 60 frames per second videos for the average Joe. Uh, you need to be viewing in either 720p or 1080p. But apparently, I haven't even gotten a chance. I have all these videos queued up in my phone that I just need a minute to sit and watch. Uh, apparently, it's really good for high-quality video game footage. Yep. I watched a Mario Kart video in 60 frames per second. Yeah, I did yeah that was the one everyone was talking about. Was yep. it really that impressive? Yeah. 
it was cool. like it like watching on the television. Awesome. Because Mario Kart runs at 60 frames per second. Yeah. That's good for, for game uh, people yeah. that upload Let's Plays and stuff. Definitely. Because uh, apparently they've been capped at 30 frames per second, which yeah. can, can suck yeah. for certain games. Uh, and then my last one, a bird story is due out Friday, November 7th. Who's excited? What's that? Uh, is it really? Wait, it's is that the... the- it's the uh, the, the bridge between To the Moon's first and second episodes. What? Um, I just Joyce, got a new box Joystick. of tissues. Huh? I just bought a new box of tissues the other day. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because Joystick had a really good interview with uh, the Freebird Games, the creator of, of To the Moon, mm-hmm. uh, Ken Gao. And he was talking about how his goal isn't to make people cry. It's to tell a meaningful story. Which probably will make Which, people cry. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I cried like a little sissy baby. I did too. <laughs> I should I should play that again and oh, stream the whole great. thing and just stream myself <laughs> bawling like a baby. If you're gonna do that, let me know so I can get some popcorn and pizza rolls. And I'll, just... I'll text you when I start crying. Yeah, so you can just no, try I watch the whole thing. Turn it the, at that point. People have done that, and there was is a good video of somebody playing that. And as he's reading it, he just starts choking. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great fucking game, though. Ah. <laughs> uh, there's no dialogue in a bird story, so okay. I'm really curious to see wow. what happens. Uh, he did talk a little bit about the second episode. It's another adventure with uh, two doctors, you know, the formula we knew from the first game. So, mm-hmm. What a great game. It was a great game. Awesome so, game. Corey, when's this out? And that's on PC? Friday. No- November 7th. You'll be able to play it, Eric. On my new PC. It was originally, I totally forgot about it, but it was originally supposed to come out on November 5th. And if there's a game I'm really excited about that I know won't get a ton of press, I put a reminder in my phone. So at 9 a.m. this morning, my phone started buzzing, and I looked, and it said, A Bird Story comes out today. And I was like, wow, what a happy Wednesday. <laughs> what a great day. <laughs> <laughs> but then I looked it up, and it had been pushed to Friday. So Okay. Nice. That's good stuff. Uh, anything else, Corey? Nope. All right. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, my one and only nibble bit, Shigeru Miyamoto stated this past week that Nintendo would like to do more crossover series games like the like Hyrule Warriors. Uh, apparently sold better than expected. It's been successful for them, apparently. Nice. Uh, so Miyamoto said that they would like uh, more third-party developers making games with the Nintendo characters. Uh, we talked about this. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier the Pokemon MOBA that someone, but stuff like that. You know, and I talked about how I think that would that's a great idea, and it's a way for Nintendo to make up for the lack of third party support on their system. Yeah, I was just gonna say is that by having third party developers make Nintendo games in their classic game skins. You know, so I know Square holds the rights to uh, Super the Mario RPG, but can somebody do another Mario RPG? Probably, yeah, like a, a oh, Bioware. Man, I would Mario RPG. That's- I, I mean, Nintendo always swears up and down that Paper Mario was that. Yeah, it's different it, though. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, the same. I mean, I I agree with you guys, but Nintendo's opinion is different. Right. Yeah. yeah always. Incidentally, there will be no Geno <laughs> in that RPG because Square Enix holds his rights. Yeah, that's Geno. That's why he's not in the new Smash. Ah. <sighs> or in any of them. That would be. He would be great to have in Smash. I or know. She. I don't think. I think he's gender neutral, right? Yeah. It. What's the cl- what's what's the cloud's name again? Uh, Ma- Mallow. 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 He would be cool in there too. Those are some good characters, yeah. I think. I agree. I said, well, I we we said Bayonetta should be in Smash. I, Dan, he's not a cloud; he's a tadpole. 
soon as that's I started right. playing it, I was like, Bayonetta's got to be in Smash. She'd be perfect. With Mewtwo Maybe that's going to be a last, because there was a character announcement today. Oh. Yeah. So. With Mewtwo being DLC, I'm not, I, like, it's coming out in the spring of 2015, and a lot of people think like that's a really long time for DLC, so they're wondering if they're going to be packaging like more stages and maybe another character or two. I, there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to put in multiple characters. Yeah. So, because, okay. like, why not? I can't wait to whoop your ass at Smash Brothers. Will. Do you know how much I'm going to play that though? That's all Will's going to. It's going to make it even worse for you when I just beat you, silly. <laughs> no, like when I play that game religiously and lose, I get so angry. Like, um, it brings back memories of our Halo tournament with how I got <laughs> when I threatened all of your 15 and 16 year old friends. I want to hear all of that again. The interviews. Eric, you say it like it was a bad thing. They were asking for it. It was a bit. Yeah, they were. I'm not going to argue that, Corey, but I'd like to think I could keep my head (laughs) in a situation against some 15-year-olds playing video games. I don't know, man. I just want to listen to that last couple of interviews where, like, we're taking shots at each other's teams. And, um... I'm pretty sure I never took any shots at anybody. No, well, it you never you. do. Dan. It was Eric and Billy were. I remember. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's neither here nor there. The depression set in pretty quick for oh, me that night. Boy. So, well, we knew pretty early on we were about we were in for a long evening. <laughs> you know, us old slow farts. Uh, anyway, anywho, Will Nibble Bits. All right, so. Today, an article came out on IGN and other gaming outlets that a a trademark in Germany for Fallout Shadow of Boston was filed under the company name of Bethesda. So a lot of people were freaking out because Boston's been teased as the new location for Fallout 4 for a while. So everybody was all flipping out and going crazy. And Bethesda kindly went on Twitter today to say that the trademark didn't come from their offices and it's nothing more than someone likely filling it out in Bethesda's name. So basically a hoax. And then that crushed my spirits. Yeah, rightfully so. So I know, like I mentioned in the kick chat when I brought it up, because I said there's a bad place for people who do the Fallout 4 hoaxes. Because that one guy did one, was a year ago, and he got death, death threats from everybody? Crap. <laughs> Deservedly, yeah, oh yeah, I was somewhere from me, but <laughs> but uh, I said what I asked. What what do you guys thought the chances were that it's just them trying to keep it more secretive? Keep it under yeah, wraps. Yeah, you never know. Because at, at this point, everyone's already dismissed it. You know. Yeah. So, so I I just want to hear some new info on it because I'm really excited. It actually sparked my interest to go play Fallout Three in New Vegas again, which I'm going to download on my computer when I get home. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, this isn't new info, right? Is there that? The rumor has been that it takes place in Boston. Yeah, yeah that's, that's been floating around for a while. That's the rumor, but this was like kind of a title for the game, I guess. Gotcha. So, makes I, me not want to play it. But it's in Boston. Yeah. Well, Fenway Park will be in there, and you can shoot Fat Man at it. I have always Nukes. wanted to pee on Fenway Park. <laughs> There's your chance. Yeah. Um. Okay. My next one is that the Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask is coming to the 3DS spring of 2015. This is like one of the only Zelda games I haven't played. I haven't played that one either. So I'm interested to play it now. A lot of people love it. Yeah. A lot of people have been clamoring for that to be, go on the, the Wii U Virtual Console. Yeah. But I think they'll be happy with it on 3DS. I was just going to ask, do you think that'll suffice? Yeah. Is it going to be like a better looking version? I don't know how old the game... The, like, wh- I don't even it know when out, it came out. It came on. out in like 2000. I oh, think did they it? Said, yeah. Okay. They said during the Nintendo Direct today what year it came out. I think it was like 2000. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm interested to play that one. This one and Skyward Sword are the only ones that uh, I haven't played. Which, hearing that news, made me look up Twilight Princess on uh, Amazon to get it. Thirty bucks. I, I want to play it on my Wii U. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to buy it at some point too because yeah. I haven't played. I haven't played Skyward Sword or Twilight Princess. Yeah, or, I didn't play Major- Majora's Mask either. Corey, so. is Twilight Princess your favorite? Uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the favorite of like the 3D console Zeldas. Yeah, of all actually of all the Zeldas, really, I guess. I don't know because I really liked A Link to the Past, and I really liked uh, Link Between Worlds. Okay, so the so you'd say on the 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 big consoles, basically the yeah, only because I never, I mean, I never played uh, Ocarina of Time or Ocarina of Time when it came out. I've played it since, but you know, obviously, it's not the same. It doesn't hold up as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it still holds up. It's still a great game, but it just—it's not going to register that way for somebody who's playing it ten years after release. Yeah. Right? Okay. Corey, Link to the Past is on Virtual Console, by the way. Ah, oh, I love that game. I bought it not that long ago for like three dollars. Did you play a Link Between Worlds, Dan? No. Do it. I haven't either. Actually, I've got to buy it first. Got to do it. Mm. I will. I'd like it. You would. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Well, that's all. Okay, Eric, what do you got for us? I got three here, Dan. Uh, I was excited to see this. Duck Hunt is announced for the Wii U Virtual Console. That's exciting news. I wonder um, how they're going to control the... I wonder if you use a Wiimote. Yeah, I think it is with a Wiimote. Okay, Which That's I don't cool. have one. Do any of you have any extras? I don't have any extras. I've got GameCube controllers and Wii remotes strewn about in my house. I if just you gotta find an extra yeah. Wiimote, because I'm going to get Duck Hunt. Yeah. I'd love to borrow it. I'll hook you up. All right. Incidentally, I watched the Duck Hunt Smash Brothers trailer. That was the best one. Oh, was it? Oh, by far out of all of the ones. It was, it was funny. Pre- it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Um, also announced at Nintendo Direct, Zelda and F-Zero are headed to Mario Kart 8 next week on the 13th. Yeah, I'm excited that, the, that that's got a release date finally. Yes. I'm pumped for that. Uh, the, being, new, the new tracks look amazing. Do they? Oh, my God. I'll have to look at it. So one, good. one of them is an F-Zero track, I hear. Yep, F-Zero. Uh, there's a, a Zelda race track. Uh, Excite Bike. Excite Bike. Yeah. That's going to be a great track. Dude. Yep. Oh, I'm fucking excited. Yeah. As a new Wii U owner and somebody that just beat Mario Kart 8. Hey, hey. well done. Hey. Thank you. Um... I'm fucking pumped for this because it's still fresh for me. You know what I mean? I, I first thing I did was buy the DLC for it after I played it a little bit because yep. I was like, this, this is amazing. Yeah. And uh, that is $8 for that DLC if you feel so inclined, and I hope you do. It's $12 for the this pack and the second pack, which is uh, Animal Crossing themed. It's coming out in May. In May, yeah, next year. So uh, I'm sorry. I missed when you said the first one's coming out. The 13th. Next, next week. week. 13th. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that, that was very rarely does this happen uh, when DLC is a no-brainer. Yeah. And as soon as they originally announced it, like I, I bought both of them because Corey, of, because of the cost and what you get for it. I oh think, yeah. You know, if <laughs> this is the first time DLC has been a no-brainer, right? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't Let's happen that often. <laughs> this never happened. Yeah. I and mean, I, I mean that I can't think of anything. It's Sixteen tracks for thirteen dollars and all the racers and, and stuff that you get. So good. Yeah. Such a good game. Yep. I mean, you said Excite Bike, Dan, and I popped a boner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. um, and my last piece of uh, news, anybody interested in Grand Theft Auto V in first person? I wasn't interested in the original. Mm. No. Um, if it had come out for PC when it came out last year, I probably would have bought it, but okay. I don't care at this point. 
Yeah, so I guess this is one of the big draws that they're they're going after uh, for the release on the 18th of November for Grand Theft Auto V on your PS4 or Xbox One console. Um, you're going to be able to play in first person, including everything, I guess, including online. I would be into it. If, yeah, if you like GTA, that's awesome. But I, You know, I gave it a thought for half a second about re- re-downloading it or, or repurchasing it because you can carry over your save file, but is that only online? Or is that total game? I would guess that's probably only your character online. That's what I would say. I didn't do shit online. Yeah. So I don't care about that. I feel like somebody told me it was online. Unless it uploaded your whole, all your progress online. If it updated everything, I would give it a a serious thought. Just because I didn't play enough of the online and I feel like I would have had fun with it. Right. Because the the brief stint I played of it was was a pretty good time. Uh Uh-huh. But there's a cool picture right here of uh, first-person cockpit airplane flying. It looks pretty fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got a video playing uh, in the stream, and I think it looks awesome. Yeah. And I also liked Grand Theft Auto V, so. No, I did too, Corey. I uh, enjoyed yeah. it. Um, yeah, so that comes out November 18th for your next-gen console. PC is in January. Huh? And that will also have the uh, first-person first view. Okay. So that's it for me. Anything else? How was your week, Will? Uh... It was good. Uh, I played a lot of video games this week, uh, more so than I have been. I've been playing a lot of hack and slash games. I've been playing Hyrule Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, Samurai Warriors 4. Uh, but I've also gone back and uh, played Call of Duty World at War. I've done a lot of zombies and a lot of online for that. That's my favorite Call of Duty, and me and my friends have been playing on the PC. That's a good, good time playing that nice. game. This was in lieu of the new Call of Duty coming out. Okay. I went back to play one of the old ones, the yeah, good ones. One of the, yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, what else? Oh, me and Eric had a, we're playing Diablo. There was a tragic, tragic, we'll into that. tragic death in that. Just a little tease. But the other thing is, I've just been watching a lot of hockey, like always. I'll, whenever I'm playing video games at night, I have hockey games going. I watch all the highlights. Yeah. So, been working hard on my fantasy team to win this year, because I want to... Nice. I want to win money because I've been mediocre almost every year I've been in the fantasy hockey. Okay. Yeah. Other than, <laughs> other than that, I mean, I don't know. Just the same old. Same old. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What about you, Eric? Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't spoken about my extra life, so I guess I'll include that as part mm-hmm. of my week. It's probably the main part of my week since we already talked about uh, my, my purchases. Um... I played, just a tease for later, I played a game called Home, which just came out on PSN. It's like a creepy horror game, but it's old style, like 8-bit graphics. Um, I played Bayonetta on the Wii U. Like I said, I beat Mario Kart 8. I played some more Diablo 3 during Extra Life, so I've got quite a bit to talk about for that. I want to go back to Diablo. Yeah, I want to play that again. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Dan watched Will and I play a little bit um, the other day, and he said that he kind of wants to get it, and that would be fun if we could all play that. We should all, Eric. You should just pick it up for PC. It's, <laughs> yeah, I'll just pick it up for everything else. It's really, it's actually pretty cheap, right? Is it? Yeah, I think it's probably like twenty bucks, maybe. Yeah. Oh shit, that's worth twenty bucks. Yeah, uh, whenever you want to play, Corey, let me know. I I beat that game as I put it umpteenth amount of times. <laughs> you guys, shut up! If you're gonna play it now, I have to get it. <laughs> Wait, you're talking about Diablo on PC? Diablo yeah, wait, 3 on PC. You have it. Got it. <laughs> now, I, now I have to get it. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so I, yeah, I think that's all, that's all I played. Um, 
Yeah, I think Extra Life will be the main part. Do you want me to do that now? Yeah, you yeah. can talk about that now. Okay. It. Let's see. I got my notes. My notes. Uh, yeah, I started off with with saying I'd like to thank the good folks over at Somniac for providing me a game that <laughs> took up half of my stream. Yeah, that is a very big help. <laughs> good folks at um, Like I said, I had trouble sleeping the night before because I felt like a kid in a the night before Christmas. That's how I was, too. Yeah, I was raring to go, and I even almost got up earlier to finish watching Will yeah. and just build the excitement, have a little oatmeal or something, get some coffee in me. Yep. But I, I ended up getting up at five thirty. Yeah, you were woke, you were there for at least half an hour for mm-hmm. me. I woke up at four forty five and checked on Corey, yeah. and then I couldn't fall back asleep after <laughs> yeah. that. So I was like, I guess I'll just get up. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, started with Sunset Overdrive. Don't need to get back into that. I played two FIFA Career Mode games just to to break it up. Um, then went back to Sunset, beat that at about six p.m. Uh, at which point I started Escape Goat Two in honor of Corey. Uh, always a big fan. That just came out on PSN for ten bucks. Um, I wrote here is a really cool game. I got stuck about ten levels in. It is a puzzler for those that don't know. You are a goat trying to escape, like uh-huh. it says. Um, I'm not good at puzzle games, and this was one where I, I really liked it. But like I said, I got stuck about ten levels in, and a I thought it would be pretty boring for the stream for oh, people to watch yeah. me putz around, and people would start to realize how stupid I am <laughs> if they were watching me putz around as a goat, not figuring anything out. Um, but yeah, it was fun what I played of it while I was able to figure things out. Uh-huh. And if you like puzzle games, I'd recommend it from what I played of it. Okay, nice. Um, did, after- did you get the magic hat and the mouse? Did you get that far? I got the mouse. Okay. I did not get the magic hat. <laughs> okay. After that, I moved on to home which is an indie game, like 8-bit style horror game. Um, I really enjoyed Home. It was I was a little bit taken out of it due to the stream because you guys were talking about hockey. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, like, I'm reading the comments just in case yeah. anybody wants to ask me a question. Yeah. Uh, it only took me about an hour and a half. It was a really cool game, though. It was a lot different than, than anything I had ever played. It's like a story that you build as you're going along by the choices you make and the things that you decide to click on. Um, It kind of, the more you look at things and the more you investigate, the more you'll figure out about the story. So when I ended up beating it... Well done. Oh, yeah, that's right, you did. When I ended up beating it, I put that in quotes, I don't know exactly what happened in the story. Okay. Mm. I only know as much as I put into it pretty much. Uh-huh. Um and had I known that, I probably would have kept looking around a little bit more. I kind of assumed it would just tell me what happened, but it did not. Mm-hmm. Um but I thought that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um it's like, all right, well due to your laziness, here's the end of your game. But I can continue from there if I want to. Okay. But I won't, because that's the kind of game where I always want to leave it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had your experience. I had my playthrough, and that's that's the end of it. Okay. Um, but I would recommend it. It's a short game. It was $3 on PSN. Um, I think if you play it by yourself, definitely turn all the lights off, and it tells you that right at the beginning of the game. Turn the lights off, put some he- headphones on, and turn the music up. It's got a, just an eerie feel to it. There's no jump scares, anything like that. It just builds up tension. And it's just a weird story that's going on, and you you just like you get involved in it, and you're like, I want what the fuck happened around here. So you probably didn't get the best experience with it, playing it for your stream. No, I I was I wasn't scared, but right. I was like, 
maybe nervous or anxious. Anxious is a good anxious. word to figure out what was going on. Yeah. Like I did want to know what happened. Okay. Um, and I, I have an idea in my head of what happened or what the end story would be, but I almost feel like that's what they wanted you to think, and it's probably not what it was. Right. One of those situations, like a movie with a big twist at the end. Yep. Um, but I would recommend it for three bucks. Shit, it was it was a fun little game to play. Um, from there, Will and I started our hardcore playthrough of Diablo three. Sure did. After our months of planning. <laughs> Yeah, we said we were going to do this, what, three months ago? Yeah. Um, you guys are good planners. Yeah, we are. So, yeah, I wrote here, still an awesome game. Uh, made much better by playing co-op. It's fun by yourself, but to play co-op was a blast. And it was great playing it with somebody at that point, especially during the stream for Extra Life, for 24-hour yeah. stream. Having somebody to talk to yeah. was yeah. great and yeah. helped keep me awake. Um, yeah, so I started Karen the Crusader. I was Fred the Demon Hunter. Fred the Demon Hunter, which we'll get back to. Um, <laughs> so we start a hardcore playthrough, which for those that don't know, it's permadeath. You yeah, die and you're done. Which is fantastic. It is. It's it's a it's it changes things. Mm-hmm. You know, and because when I played my playthrough, I found it really easy and I was a monk, so I was doing a lot of damage and I, I didn't I think I died twice through the whole thing. Yeah. Um you know, and towards the very beginning, I got into a little trouble there with Will, and I was like, shit, man, I I better be Bail. careful or I'm yeah. going to die early on and look like a real asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we played that for a little while, and then I was summoned away to play some Destiny with Idaho Jake and uh, Ryan in Iowa. Uh, we played some Crucible. I watched quite a bit of that, that yeah, part we, of the Yeah, well, we started with stream. the Weekly Heroic. On level 28. Yeah. Which was too high. Yeah, because you and Jake weren't 28 yet, right? No, I think we were both 26. Maybe yeah. he was 27. Uh, Ryan, Ryan was 28. 28. Um, I'm not as good as at the Destiny, like, single player or story stuff as I am as the Crucible. I don't know why. I just, I just haven't done it enough, like the Weekly Heroic and stuff yeah. like that, to, to really know what I'm doing or where, what I'm supposed to do. Um, Ryan especially has done that uh, a pretty good amount, and he he's a good person to play it with. He's he's uh. really good at it. Um, so yeah, after after a couple of failed tries at that, we turned it down to level twenty six, and we ended up beating it. Uh-huh. Um, so that helped progress my leg- exotic weapon bounty, which I'm going to give up on because I've heard from numerous people that the weapon you get sucks. So uh. oh, fuck it. Yeah. Um, so then we went to the crucible. Uh, we did fairly well. I don't know. We were working well as a team. When we did work as a team and remembered to stay together as, you know, just like if you're playing Halo. Yeah. If you go in a two, three-man group, you, you're not going to lose. Yeah. Um. So when we did that, we did really well. Yeah. And I love playing Control on Destiny. I fucking love it. It's a good game type. Ah, it's a blast. A- any, like, Domination in Call of Duty, anything like that, I just love it so much. Is it King of the Hill in Halo? Is that what they call it? I never got into that on Halo. It's the damnedest thing. I'm more of a capture the flag and Halo yeah. kind of guy. If we can get a good CTF game going, yeah. oh, baby. It's good stuff. There's someone camping, sniping. Yeah, there's always that person. <laughs> I know somebody. Johnny in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Destiny was a good time. I'm glad we got to do that. Um, after Destiny, I I faced my fears and Outlast for a little while, uh-huh. at very least. Uh, I had the shit scared out of me about f- three or four times with some jump scares, and then I ended up rage quitting. Yeah. And we'll never play the game again. Didn't like it? 
I know, I know, I you it was didn't, frustrating. Yeah, you didn't get. You were at the part where you're walking around the sewer trying to turn the power things back on, right? Yeah, because I fell asleep like at that point. Yeah, that's where I got right to, and there. I got caught twice. And I was just like, I have no interest in keeping this going because yeah. I'm just scaring the shit out of myself and Try, getting frustrated. See, the Try really, it. really scary parts don't happen until after that. Yeah, that oh, part God. I got stuck on too. See, when you're playing it at night and you're tired, you'd been up for since. 5.30. Yeah, like, trying to be stealthy is not good. Yeah, I, my patience level yep. was paper thin. Yeah. So And, like, and I would have told you, like, when you get those guys chasing, you have to run to that part where you have to squeeze through because they can't go through those parts. Uh, so you got to squeeze yourself in there and, and wait till they get bored and wander off, and then you can you can start over again. I would have told you that, but I had, fallen, I had right. fallen asleep right as you were in that area. Okay. But yeah, the really it gets like more scary for a while after that, and then it it tapers right oh, off. I'm glad I quit right then. Yeah. Um, I, like I said in here, we'll never play it again. Yeah, I'm a pu- <laughs> I'm a pussy. Well, I don't blame you. Um, and that 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 part was really frustrating. There was one other part that I got to later on that was more frustrating even than that one part was that it, you were stuck in. Was it the guy who clipped your fingers and the doctor type dude? No, it was I in the courtyard. When you were outside, oh. I, I could not figure out where I needed to go it's, for I, an hour. That's, I wandered around. That's oh, where God. I stopped playing because that's when, like, yeah, by the like, I at the very end. Yeah, I didn't know what to do, and I was yeah. like, I'll do this another time. Then I never beat it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was stuck there for like an hour, I think, just and, wandering around, wasting yeah. my batteries on my camera. Exactly, and that was like twenty five minutes from the ending too. Like it wasn't far. Mm. It was very close to the end. <laughs> But anyway, continue. Uh, yeah, so from Outlast, I finished up the 24 hours with more hardcore with Diablo. With Will, we played until 3. Yeah. I think we got another hour in then from 2 to 3. And then Will hit the sack. So after Will went to bed, uh, I got back on my single player playthrough of Diablo 3. And I beat it. Yeah. yeah. Eric. Four, four games to report today, That's boys. That's awesome. I'm going to uh, add them during the break. Yeah, I beat it with 25 minutes to spare in my stream. So that was a nice nice way to end it. And that was a good game to end with, too, because it's kind of mindless. Yeah. There were times where I started to nod off a little bit and found myself standing there yep. getting hit. Oh. Uh, and I didn't die, and it wouldn't have really mattered. But um, I was, like, nodding off a little bit, and I'd just be, like, standing in a corner where I had just got, like, a chest or something, and I'd be like, oh, back at it, you know, <laughs> back down the trail. I had that problem with, because I played Civ to finish out mine. Yeah, and I found that I couldn't figure out how to, how to advance the turn. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure it out. It was getting delirious. I couldn't figure out ne- ne- the next turn button. I'm like, wait, what am I supposed, what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> yeah, I, Diablo was a great game to finish with, though, because like I said, you don't really have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really started to get tired about two thirty, yeah, three yeah. o'clock when we were when Will and I were doing the the hardcore playthrough. Um, but I got my second wind around four. And I ended up getting a couple of people in the chat that were keeping me going and really chatting with me about Diablo and stuff. Um, Which was very helpful throughout yeah. throughout the experience. Oh, yeah, that was great. Um, I felt like the game was too long. I don't know. It just kind of drags its feet a little bit, you know? I don't know if it needs to be as long as it is. And that's with the fifth act, right? Yeah. Okay. See, I only played the four the four acts. I don't. Ha- I didn't have the expansion. Yeah. Act five, I think, is the longest out of all of the acts. There's Which, a lot. I mean, they spent a long time making it. Yeah. And it's so. good. Yeah. Like the the scenery and the setting is really cool and all that, but it's just like, especially in a game of that length, 
you probably don't want your last act to be the longest one. Right. Yeah, because in the the original, the four acts, act four is always the shortest act. Yeah. So. So, but yeah, like I said, a great, great game. I love Diablo 3. I trade my games in pretty quickly, usually, and I have no interest in trading Diablo in, if that tells you anything. Yeah. Um, I, the end game stuff, there's still a shit ton to do there, the rifts and all that, and Will and I are going to do our hardcore playthrough. And oh, we are. Yeah, we I, are. I really like Diablo 3. If you have a PS4 or an Xbox One and you don't have a PC or don't have Diablo 3, you must get it. Yeah. Immediately. I think I would like it better on console than they did on computer. It's just so fun. It works. It seems like it works well with the controller. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's fantastic to mm-hmm. control. So yeah, like I said, uh, twenty five minutes left to spare till six a.m. I went with Trials Fusion for the last twenty minutes of the stream on my PS4. Always been a big Trials fan. If you listened to this before, you know that. Um, I feel like what I was able to do in that last 20 minutes was provide comedic relief <laughs> to the people that were in the chat. And Tito, uh, one of our homies from way back, was in the chat, and he got to watch me try and get over this one specific jump, and I wish I knew what the map was, but I just couldn't do it. I must have tried it, I don't know, 50 times. <laughs> couldn't do it, and he was cracking up, and... It was fun. I love nice. that game, but I just didn't want to get into anything else. Yeah. You know, I was just fucking around. Killed the last 20 minutes. Yeah. So. Nice. I had a blast with Extra Life, though. I can't wait to do it next year. Yep. Really makes me want to stream more. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We're, we all hope to do that. Yeah. And I was I had planned on streaming a couple times this week, but I've got Wii U games to play. So yeah. I, I, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe this weekend we'll stream a little bit because Eric's going to have his computer. So we'll, I play, we'll try and I play zombies with my friends every few nights. I could stream that. You should. Yeah, I don't know how much interest ever, anybody has in that. Anymore, Doesn't matter. But just to get some more uh, content up, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But okay. All right. Well, we'll take a wait. Oh, uh, what? I don't get to talk about my week. I don't get to talk about mine either. No, go ahead, Corey. <laughs> no, you go ahead. I, I don't care. The, well, I was just gonna say the only thing I have to talk about is Halloween. Really. Yeah. Let's hear about it. Um, I'm not, well, I'm not a big fan of Halloween, but you know, it's not about you, Dan. Well, no, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. And (laughs) you know, um, if anyone's familiar with, with Peppa Pig, my son went as George Pig and I was daddy pig and my wife was mommy pig. We were going to have my daughter be Peppa Pig, but I, the, the costume stuff that my wife got for didn't, didn't work out as planned. So my daughter ended up being a strawberry for Halloween and, and my son was George pig. And obviously I was daddy pig and she was, she was mommy pig. You know, uh, we didn't, uh, we didn't, we, we had planned on going to some houses other than family houses this year for the, for the first time. But by the time we got to mom and dad's, which is where we were going to trick or treat, it was like eight thirty or eight forty five, mm. And, uh, my son was done with trick or treating. <laughs> he, he's a lot like me. Uh, you know, he didn't, didn't even want to do it really when we were, when we were actually like, like trick or treating at I love family houses. Him. Yeah. He's like, he, he wanted to be done. He just wanted to, <laughs> he just wanted to go to Bubby's house and play and eat yeah, and, and play. Be with family. That's all I yeah. wanted to do too. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, maybe next year. Um, but like I said, my son's a lot like me. He just, he didn't, didn't want to wear any of his costume, <laughs> <laughs> which his costume was just a shirt, a pigtail, uh, pig ears and like a stuffed dinosaur. And he didn't even <laughs> want to do any of that. 
I was proud of him. Uh, he's Needless a champion. To say, he's I was a proud. I, yeah, I was very proud. Yeah, that's that's definitely a Martha thing. <laughs> <laughs> no amount of so, fuss. Exactly. Well, I I was thinking back to my past few Halloween costumes. One year I was Bill Gates, and I just wore like khaki pants and a sweater, <laughs> and that was my Halloween costume. So stuff. yeah, I like to you know make it easy. I just had to wear a blue shirt for for this year's. I already got the glasses going and uh, and the beard like Daddy Pig on Peppa Pig. So, but that's all I had to talk about. Uh, I played a ton of Bayonetta, which we'll talk about during what we played. Uh, I think Eric played a little bit too, right? Yeah, I played about almost three hours. Okay, so yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, Corey, how was your week? My week was good. You were talking about Halloween. I got into Binghamton at about 11, quarter after 11. Uh, I was on the bus. Uh, which, Speaking of which, we didn't mention spoilers at the top of the episode, but I got uh, Theater Rhythm Curtain Call. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Final Fantasy Rhythm game. I played that the entire bus ride, uh, three and a half hours or so, um, and then ended up getting into the old folks' house at about 11.55, so I had five minutes worth of Halloween at the parents'. Uh, scarfed down a bunch of food really quick. Uh, chicken wing dip, brownies. That's quite the spread. Uh, yeah. Oh, is this? Pork. Pulled pork. Ooh. Um, that pulled pork was some, fantastic. Nice. Some, some pumpkin uh, gummies. Uh, what else did I have? Some apple cider. A little pul- too late for me to start drinking beers, though, so I didn't. Yeah. I, I held back from the beers. But uh, finished watching. They were watching Hocus Pocus, so I watched a little bit of that. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, and then my mom put on Sleepy Hollow, and that was making me sleepy, sleepy so I went to bed. And that was my Halloween. Nice. But I spent all day Saturday brewing beer for the very first time, which was fun. Nice. We made a pumpkin clone. Um, but me, I had the privilege of pouring together all the ingredients uh, like the flavored ingredients, the seasonings and stuff, and accidentally doubled the amount of vanilla that's supposed to go in it. Ooh. And it was the type of thing where I was just mixing those flavors together, and we could have redone it or we could have just gone with it. We decided to just go with it. Um, you can't go wrong it, with extra vanilla. No, I figured it would you know, it'd probably be pretty good within a pumpkin, pumpkin-y beer. Yeah. Um, but it was quite, quite the process. We started at 10 o'clock and maybe finished around 5. Wow. Um. It was yeah, it was it was a pretty intense process. And when we were all done, like you can drink the the wort, I guess it's called, um, without it being fermented. So it'll you get the flavor of it without there being like alcohol and and the, the beer flavor in it. Uh, and our we thought it was pretty good. Uh, we're gonna call it witch piss. <laughs> ah, witch piss. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a good better. name for uh, a pumpkin beer. Yeah, it is good. Um. So, we, yeah, we have high hopes for it. Everything worked out really well. My my friend who sort of ran the whole operation is a pharmacist. And I kept asking him, I was like, do you think your chemistry background helps with any of this? And he said, no, absolutely not. But he was, like, <laughs> testing the sugar levels as we were going along and all this stuff. Um, Had to help a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he at least knew how to use a beaker and stir things properly. Yeah. So that was that was a plus. How much um, did you make? We made five gallons. Okay. Which is about forty-eight bottles, um, yeah, about forty-eight bottles, and uh, it'll be done on December fifteenth. It would be done a little bit quicker, like in time for Thanksgiving, if we had if we were going to force carbonate it. But because we're naturally carbonating it, that takes like an extra two weeks. That's fine. So it's better to naturally do it. 
Yeah, I'll All be right. able to have uh, I'll be able to have my first beard be- brewed bottle of beer uh, on, over Christmas. But I think we're gonna brew again over Thanksgiving. So that's and some- this time I get to make the recipe. That's something cool. I always wanted to do was was get into brewing. Dan, why don't you and I start a company? We should. Fuck Corey. <laughs> what about me um you don't drink you guys you guys are welcome to come come brew the, if you want. The, the problem is eric is we would drink all of our beer that we brewed i don't know i if probably we were making bourbon i well be... that's illegal <laughs> that's true <laughs> bathtub you know gin. i really didn't know that bathtub gin it shouldn't be but it is it's illegal yeah. I, I eric i said the same i was talking to the guys i'm like we should just start making liquor that's more fun it's we also, can talk about it off air, Corey. It's also expl- <laughs> it's also explosive. Yeah, it's a little more dangerous. That's part of the fun. We had we had a relative that was a, boot, a bootlegger back in the day, we and did? I'm pretty yeah I'm pretty sure they had an explosion. I didn't in their know house. this person. I didn't know. Them. No, no, it was in the 20s. Is a oh. uh, you know we're descendants of this person. Oh, was that when it was legal though? No, that's when it was illegal. They were bootleggers. Oh, oh like prohibition. Yeah, prohibition gotcha. area bootleg- bootleggers. I'm pretty sure they had a, an explosion on the premises with whatever they were whatever they were making. But anyway, That's great. cool. Continue, no explosions but. on our end, although the the yeast was extremely active uh, and it burst the cap off the five gallon jug um, the night we did it. But it you know it didn't ruin anything; it's just easily replaced. Okay, cool. But yeah, brewing beer is a good time. Yeah, very relaxing. Cool. And then you get you get drunk while you're doing it. Nice. All right. Anything else, Corey? Nah. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode one seventy two of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Uh, before we do what we played, Eric and Corey have a little Eric a little and Will. A li- Eric and Will. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Eric and Will have a little segment that they wanna get going here uh this was actually kind of a brainstorm that we had during an episode wasn't it it was well, accidental it was, it was one of those light bulbs went yeah. off it was accidental we're talking about nhl okay and the bull crap and then fifa bull crap came up and then eric and i put our brains together to form a great idea it was the genesis of and what do you what are you guys going to call it this, this needs, needs to, to stop. stop yeah and uh, we're you know we'll, we'll do that when when you guys have something during an episode, but we also want to have video proof of, of what we're talking about. So uh, f- follow our YouTube channel because we're we are going to start putting more content up. I want actually want to start putting these episodes up on YouTube in their Twitch form, so you can see the the videos that Corey posts during our, our during our faces. episodes. Yeah, our stupid faces. <laughs> <laughs> but go go ahead, Eric. Well, I actually have three things that came to mind. This was kind of a last-minute thing, but I did have a few things that came right to mind. Uh, Firstly, fresh off the top of my head, Mario Kart. Super frustrating at times, and it's bullshit when you get (laughs) hit with, like, one red shell, and then all of a sudden, soon as your cart gets its shit back together, a green shell comes at you, and then another, like, a guy with a star comes and hits you. I feel like you should have a little bit of a grace period there. (laughs) Where you're invincible. Yeah. And that needs to stop. Okay. <laughs> Will? It, no, Eric, this is how I want you to say it. This needs to stop. <laughs> All right, next time. Okay. Next time? Will? All right, so most of mine are from Call of Duty, uh, World at War. <laughs> so enough. Call of Duty spawns hatred in me. 
So I was playing zombies with my friends, and one of my friends, and this was during my extra life stream, so it's documented. But we're playing zombies on the first zombie map, Nocturne on Toten, and I wasn't playing with a controller at the time. And I was I was shooting, and uh, I for whatever reason the the to chat in the game you press T, which is stupid. And I wasn't paying attention. I was protecting the window, and my friend Tom called me to help in the front. And when I moved my hand, I hit the T, and my guy stopped moving. And I was really confused at what happened. Typing. And I was typing, and I didn't realize it. And we ended up dying and losing on like round twenty because of that. So that is my this needs to stop. Yeah, the chat button needs to be a little further out of the way. Why? Like, why can't you just hit enter and then t- start chatting? Like, yeah. why do you need to press T? Yeah. Well, okay. you said it wrong. This needs to stop. <laughs> that's that pretty that good. good. All right, I got another one. Uh, I was playing a FIFA match recently, and they supposedly upgraded the uh, goalies, keepers, as I'm going to call them, um, for this year's game. That was one of their big sells was the keeper improvement. So I'm playing a game the other day, and you can call your keeper out by holding down the Y button. Uh, I play on Xbox, so it would be the Y button. Um, So they put a long ball over the top, and I don't hit Y, and my (laughs) keeper just goes out after the ball. And sometimes the keeper will just kick the ball. So that's what I assumed was going to happen. Well, I'll be damned if he didn't just leave the ball right there at his feet <laughs> and the opponent just took it from him and scored. Uh, this needs to stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> if I don't call you out, stay in your fucking net. Yeah. All right. Actually, I've, is, that, is that all you got, Will? Because I got one more. I got one more. It's kind of a montage of things, playing Call of Duty online. Uh, in World at War, the knifing in the game isn't, isn't the best. I think it's probably the worst knifing out of most of the Call of Duties. Uh, and I went to go knife a guy as he was laying prone with a sniper rifle, and I looked at him, and I knifed him, and it didn't kill him. Apparently, it didn't register, and the guy got up and no-scope shot me and killed me. Then I respawned. I got killed right off the spawn, <laughs> and then finally I got going again. I killed a guy with a machine gun, and he had a perk called Martyrdom, and what that is is it drops a grenade when they die, and... I wasn't paying attention, and I died from that, so that was really frustrating, Eric, you probably have experienced martyrdom in your in your days of extensive Call oh, of Duty yeah. playing. Yeah, sure have. how frustrating that Had can be. Had to use it sometimes. <laughs> well, I used to use it too, but uh, yeah, that one that needs to stop too. I have another one, but I'm going to save it for uh, the what we played portion. Okay, okay, sounds good. All right, well, let's get into what we played. Corey, you want to get started with what you played? Yeah, I just had the one game because I was on the on the bus uh, about. Seven hours total travel time this weekend, so I picked myself up Theater Rhythm Curtain Call from Amazon. Uh, I was interested because I heard great things about the game, uh, reviewed really well. I'm a big Final Fantasy fan, uh, and I was kind of interested in playing a rhythm game, so this was the perfect one. Um, and not to mention, I hadn't turned on my 3DS since Mario Golf, so it's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, there's 220 over 220 Final Fantasy songs you can play in that game, which is a ton. I didn't play the first Theater Rhythm, so I can't really compare it to that. Um, there's also more than 60 characters to play as, which is Holy a ton, crap. and it, they're all from the Final Fantasy universe. All the songs and, and all the playable characters, um, and it is it is a, a rhythm game, a la Guitar Hero or uh, you know any of the rhythm games, Rocksmith, those all those uh, games. It's it's the song plays and your timing 
uh, your input to the song. There's multiple ways to play. There's the game styles, they call them. There's the stylus style, which is what you kind of start with. Um, and that's just tapping the screen with the stylus. Uh, there's the button style, which is doing it all with buttons. There's a hybrid style, which is stylus and some of the buttons. And then there's one-handed style, which is like triggers and one of the joysticks. Um, but essentially, there are three things you do. There's just a simple tap. There's a hold. And then there's a slide. So you're playing these songs. You're either tapping on the screen, sliding it up, down, back, forth, diagonal, uh, or holding it, depending on the song. Um, and that's how you keep up with the rhythm of the song. And then there's also different battle modes, I guess you would call them. There's the field mode and the actual battle mode where you're fighting creatures by playing this rhythm game. And, the, and that's it's really fun because not only are you playing along with the song, but you're also creating a party and taking the Final Fantasy characters and mixing and matching their skills and abilities that you unlock as they level up to influence how well you get through the game. Um, or the song, I should say. And depending on how well you get through the song and if you choose the right combination of abilities and stuff, you get more points, which unlocks more things. You get more items. Um, so it's not only just a simple rhythm game. There's a lot of extra stuff going on behind the scenes. And it's it's a lot of fun for Final Fantasy people. And uh, talk about a stress relief because that game is like, it's such a zen game to begin with. And then you tack on all the things that are great about Final Fantasy uh, and you have yourself a a good combination of uh, R&R. Probably a lot of the music brings you back, right? Sure. I mean, right away, the first... Um, there's a bunch of different game modes. There's just playing the songs, um, which I started off... You have to start off with that before you unlock like the quest mode. But um, right away, I just went and played all the Final Fantasy VI songs. And uh, I do recommend a good set of headphones for that, because if you really want to immerse yourself in the music, it's, it's much better with a good set of headphones yeah. than it is just listening out of the 3DS speakers which aren't great. Um, but yeah, right away I played all the, the Final Fantasy VI songs. There's difficulty levels, there's uh, the beginner mode, and then there's expert mode and ultimate mode. Um, I've only done a couple songs. I've only successfully completed a couple songs on ultimate mode. It gets, it gets pretty intense, but I can pretty much... I don't think I've ever lost in expert mode, uh, which is really? the middle one. So, yeah. Uh, it's one of those things, though, and I always talk about this with these kind of games, is you can play it and then you sort of realize you've gotten to a point where you're not going to get any better and you just need to sleep on it. Mm. And then the muscle memory really takes hold Yeah, and overnight. You, and then you and come back and try it the next day and it's like... A breeze. Night and day. Yeah, easier. Yeah. Um, so I definitely recommend that. But yeah, the quest mode, quest medley it's called, is is I think the, the bread and butter of the gameplay. You build a party... And you take them uh, over like a game board, which is a series playing a series of songs. Um, and, you know, the health of your party carries over from one song to the other. Uh, you can use items along the way that influence the the songs that you play. And, you know, you can use potions to heal up your party. And um, I haven't quite figured out how to beat the game. I, I assume it's through doing the quest medleys, but I don't really know. I checked on the how long to beat, and it said 11 hours uh, for the main story, but, like, I don't really know what is the main story. Is it the quest medley mode? Is it, like, battle mode where you're actually playing against other people? Is it just, you know, playing through the song? I don't know. I guess I'll figure it out as I keep playing. But I've hardly scratched the surface of, sur- surface of all the unlockables, and like I said, I have about seven hours in it already. Huh. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It, it's, it's a good game on its own especially if you like rhythm games and 
and super especially if you're into the Final Fantasy universe. Uh, the Final Fantasy Tactics songs are a whole lot of fun to play because it's really good music, and it's also um, not like the 8- or 16-bit songs from the Super Nintendo era. Uh, but those songs can be really fun to play as well in their own right because, you know, those little chip tunes can... I don't know. For some reason, it's the commute, the one-to-one ratio between what you're doing on the screen combined with the song. It it feels a little bit tighter. Uh-huh. I don't know if that kind of makes sense. The yeah. feedback is a little better. Um, but there's... I mean, I could talk about this game for hours there's just so many little things here and there and unlockables and i mean you can ch- change the sound of the chime that happens when you successfully uh hit a note on the right spot um i don't know i i absolutely love it i do recommend it to dan and will eric probably i think you'd enjoy it um but seeing as how you're not as big into final fantasy i can appreciate good music yeah there's a good music, and I also like, I mean, it has all the, not just the main games, it has all the spinoffs, uh, and I really like playing, like, the rock songs that are, the heavy metal songs that are from, like, Final Fantasy Type-0 and, and, you know, those offshoot games. Yeah. It's fun to play. How nice. much is this? This is real, this sounds pretty interesting. I think I, I don't know, I, I just bought it on Amazon. Okay. I think it's full pre- $40. Okay. 40 yeah. It might have been 30 I don't I don't know. I think maybe, it might have been 30 I think it was if maybe you, a, on, a, on sale. A pre-order sale. No, I mean it's it came out a while ago. Yeah. This year, um, but okay. yeah, I, I do highly recommend it. Um, I think it'll be on some of my thummies lists. Nice. It sounds pretty cool. I would kind of really want to play it now. Yeah. Is there a demo for it? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, you can certainly. I mean, I'll probably have it beat by Thanksgiving. I can. You guys can borrow it and pass it around if you want to try it. That'd be perfect. But you got to be done by Fantasy Life by then, so I can play that. Oh, I play a lot of Fantasy Life. Don't worry. <laughs> Jared plays that a lot too. He was telling me about it today. Oh, it's so. Oh, did he get it? So cool. Yeah, he's liking it. Yeah, he really likes it. Good. Nice. Anything else, Corey? No, like I said, that was it. Just, uh, just the theater rhythm. That's all I've played this week. Okay. What about you, Will? What do you got? Uh, I played a lot. Eric, do you want to do Diablo last or first? First. First? Okay, so uh, me and Eric have been playing a lot of Diablo 3 Hardcore. I've never really done Hardcore for any Diablo game, so it's always been something that interests me. So I asked Eric to do it with me because Eric was playing a lot of Diablo 3 at the time. So we decided, after months of preparation, to finally start. And we started on his extra live stream, which was on Tuesday, the October twenty eighth, right? I don't know, something like that. Whatever day Sunset Overdrive it was, came out, it was still in October. Yeah. So I made. Uh, we talked about Fred the Demon Hunter and Karen the Crusader. So we were adventuring, and we played. I don't know, two hours the day of extra life. So we took like a week break, probably or close to like five days. So we jumped back in it on Sunday, and we played for, like, two more hours. We're, we're in Act 1 at this point. Act 1, probably the last quarter of the act. And we're both level 22, pretty much having no issue whatsoever in the game, killing things. It seems pretty, pretty easy so far. And we have it on, it's not on expert, but it's on hard, maybe? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, you get bonus experience and stuff like that. Uh then something tragic happened. I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> uh, I told Will beforehand that I like to take my time when I play Diablo. And problem there being that Will has beaten this game, I don't know, how many times? 
Uh, four times with my wizard, once with my witch doctor, once with my crusader, three times on the Xbox. So a lot. So a lot. And I've only played through it once, so I still like to take my time through it and yeah. find everything. Yeah. And sell I like, everything. I like to explore the map, too. Yeah, I think that's where what, what Diablo brings to the table. Uh, so Will got a little impatient, and I, th- I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was... What happened was... We got separated. We got separated inside of a cave area. Yeah. There was another area where I thought it might have had a chest, but Eric spawned... At the end of every dungeon, there's, like, this blue, like... It's like a stone that glows blue. And it spawns you back to right outside the cave, like, the entrance. So Eric did that, and I went going to the other side of the cave. There wasn't a chest. There was a hard enemy there, and I didn't realize it. And I was looking at my phone mixed with a little bit of lag. And this needs to stop, Will. (laughs) Mixed in with Bulldog telling me and Eric that we sucked on Twitch. Got me all sorts of flustered. Bulldog was trolling you a little bit. He was trolling us. we got trolled. So I was flustered, and Eric was yelling at me. Uh, And sure enough, Fred Fred ate it. Fred perished (laughs) in Act 1. Due to Will's... Careless texting and gaming. Will's impatience and need for cellular telephone technology. I thought I was fine <laughs> at first. But, okay, what happened was, is it's like I had full health, and then literally within an instant, it was all gone. I was like, how did that happen? But, uh, Fred... Fred ate Fred, it. Fred died. Fred's dead. very haunting, because when you go to choose a character, <laughs> Fred's still there, but it's just, like, ghostly. How did you... <laughs> I said it was a grisly reminder. Grisly <laughs> reminder, and for whatever reason, that really struck a chord, and I almost pissed myself it, when I read that. It's because it's a it's a Dan Carlin line. That must be what it was. And, <laughs> grisly and, reminder. And I was, I was distraught, right. and immediately as soon as um, the we me and Eric like parted ways to get on Xbox, Eric immediately texted Dan to tell him that I died. I go, well, <laughs> Will fucking died. <laughs> you know, because. I didn't know what was going on. We got separated, and I couldn't find Will, and all of a sudden it said, your multiplayer bonus has ended. <laughs> and I thought he just got disconnected yeah. or something, and I was like, what the fuck? And he goes, Eric. <laughs> and I was like, Will, you did not fucking die. And he's like, I did. <laughs> and the funny part was, probably 25 minutes like before this happened, I told Eric that if either of us were going to die, it was going to be me. Because I'm a demon hunter and I'm squishy. Basically is what I said. Yeah. <laughs> squishy. 25 minutes later, sure enough, I I ate it. Uh, so currently, since we're not that far, I'm working with another demon hunter, uh, Fred's brother, Eugene, to catch up to Eric. And I'm level maybe 14, give or take? So I'm close. You're getting there. Okay. But uh, yeah, I can do it in probably an hour. Yeah, you, you level, level up, up fast. Quick. Which is funny, when I was playing through it with this, the new character, I actually died again. Jesus I was inside a, a cellar, and I got cornered by a purple and his minions, and I couldn't get out. Because uh, the demon hunter has an ability where he can jump out of like being cornered. I didn't have that yet, and my guy wasn't strong enough to kill everything, so he died there. So actually, I'm on my third hardcore character. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was tragic. And there can, was I, a- can I help you at all, or...? You could join my game to get me caught up if you wanted. Uh, I would. Or does that make all the enemies Eric's level? That's the thing. I'm not sure. We should look into that. 
Uh, if I mean, what, what? I killed the I just killed the skeleton king. So right. I'm going through the fields of misery right now. <laughs> You've been dragging me through the fields of misery for quite a while now, too. I, I don't. As I said, it was it was it was sad. Ugh. And then there was a lot of yelling because we couldn't get Sunset Overdrive to work online. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Tough day for us that day. Yeah, it was it was a bad day. I was in a bad mood after that for the rest of the day. But uh sad. Yeah, I'm working my way up. But what I've been playing is I've been playing Hyrule Warriors. Uh the mm. game's awesome. Thank you. So awesome. I like the vindication. When I play hack I, I'm over sixty hours into it now, so <laughs> when I play hack and slash games like Dynasty Warriors, Samurai Warriors, Hyrule Warriors, like the first five minutes I'm just like and then as I'm playing, I'm like, oh, this game's so awesome. And then yeah. I can't stop. And then that sets the tone for me playing forever. Yeah. So I've done, like, the first three battles. Okay. Uh, a lot of fun, though. Yeah. I had so much fun. I had a really hard time killing King Dodondo. Yeah. Uh, the first, uh, the first the battle, f- yeah. the boss, basically. Yeah. I had a really hard time killing him. I didn't you know throw, what he had to do. You throw bombs in his mouth. That's from... What? Um, that's from... Uh, Ocarina of Time. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. I kept on just attacking his butt as he was walking through, and it took forever. Yeah, you throw bombs in his mouth, and that unlocks, you know, that little that pie chart where yeah. you knock down their house slowly, and then you do, like, a special attack? Yeah. That's what happens to him. Oh. Wow. Yeah, you were doing it. The, that's a real hard way. Yeah, that took forever. I was like, dear God, is this the end of every fight? Yeah, when he opens his mouth and, like, sucks in, that's when you throw bombs in his mouth. Okay, and then does that tip him over? No, he explodes and then and then goes down and then the the it's like weak point pie pie chart thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking uh, it, about. It's weak point meter or something. It's it's got a name, but that that pops up and then you you hit him. I think you have to hit him twice to sl- to to deplete it and yeah. then do you do your special attack? <sighs> wow. Okay. So that took me an extra fifteen minutes in that fight that I probably didn't need. But uh, I played as Link and Impa, and I was going to play as Sheik in the next fight. Uh, Sheik's my favorite character. Yeah, she, I think I have Sheik at level sixty. I think because you said she was your favorite, so yeah. I was like, I'm gonna try her out. Because the fight that I just did, she just kind of appeared. And she's like, Hey, I'll fend off the flank while you guys try to get us out of here. Yeah. And I was like, Cool. Yeah, when you're playing story mode, you have uh, your choice of characters. So, like the first few, it's only like Link and Impa, yeah. and then as as you get later on, like it opens up more characters and then there's a ton of unlockable characters that you can play as too when i was watching the trailers and the fighters that were in the game uh lana 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 looked like i had a cool move set yeah i wanted to try her out and they all have different weapons too uh and the weapons vastly change what what your attacks are like and stuff for for each character so yeah that's awesome and like as soon as i booted the game up i got sia wizaro and um that that's a Night that's a dude. that was a free like update that those characters came as a part as a part of. See, that's awesome. Yeah, but I really do. I love the game. Uh, Nintendo is putting out some good games right now. Yeah, there's so and I'm gonna be getting Bayonetta. I'm doing the Target and I'm getting Assassin's Creed Unity and Bayonetta. See, so. I think you'll like Bayonetta. See, I don't think Corey will like it, and I don't know, but I don't think Eric loves it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think I think you'll like it. Well, you told me the theme of it, and it's yeah. I was talking, I like Diablo for that reason. So you yeah. So you'll, I'll you'll, like, you'll it. like it. The bad guys. Yeah, I'm into the angels and demons and yeah. the their fighting. That's just interests me for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of Hyrule Warriors. I've played a lot of Samurai Warriors. I don't think I talked about things that I didn't like in that game. There's only one thing that 
it's good and bad, but the voice acting is all in Japanese with English subtitles. Okay. So if I'm playing a game like Dynasty Warriors, that's fine because I've played all of them. Like I know what the gist of what's going on in the battle and like what they're saying and like my mission's supposed to be. But playing this one, I've never played a Samurai Warriors game before. So, like, I have to, like, try and stop and read through what they're saying. And I was complaining about how brutally slow of a reader I am. So, like, I'm getting hit while I'm <laughs> trying to too. read. And it's hard. Yeah. But uh, that game is faster paced than Dynasty Warriors, though. So, and that's nice because I've been playing Dynasty Warriors, too, alongside it because I'm in a real big hacking slash game playing mood. Clearly. Uh, so it's a lot faster paced. And that's nicer. And the enemies on screen, like, I know... They always say, like, every game has more enemies on screen, and, like, a lot of people are just, like, meh about that, don't really care. But there's every game that I do a fight in that, I get close to 2,000 kills because I can just mow through everybody. Nice. And it's it's a lot of fun. And I'm starting to find some characters I really like, too, in that one. The first couple characters I didn't really really like in the first story that I played. But as I'm playing, like, I'm finding some really cool characters. Like, one's a chick with a bow, and she can just mow through enemies, like, no one's business and I love that Yeah. so I'm finding people I like and I'm having a lot of fun with it there's something relaxing about just just killing countless enemies <laughs> that's what I like about Diablo <laughs> yeah exactly you just wade through all the bad guys it's yeah, awesome you just look at your kill count you're over 2,000 you're it's, like, yeah. that's why I'm really looking forward to getting Hyrule Warriors yeah, yeah. it's good stuff there's a lot of enemies for Hyrule Warriors too yeah I, get, I I think the second fight when I was doing when I was playing as Impa in the cave I got like over 2,000 yeah it's like yeah, this is awesome yeah well, in, in that, they're KOs. They're not kills. That's Well, yeah, they're KOs in Dynasty Warriors. What is he, Batman? Knocks out, yeah, knockouts. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Batman doesn't kill people. Yeah, because yeah, they are, because they just get knocked out. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing Dynasty Warriors. That's fun. But the other thing I've been playing is Call of Duty World at War. Uh, zombies. Played a lot of zombies recently. Doing We got round 17 on the last map, but my friend's computer, who was the host, crashed. Oh, yeah, just connection interrupted, showed up, and then... Now th- this is that the first it. zombies, correct? Uh, yeah. The first there was four maps on the first one. We were doing right. the final map on the. What was first that one. called? Darice, Darice, whatever. I don't know if I played that one. I always like the first one the best. The very first map. Yeah, it's good. All the maps are very good. We were talking about it with uh, World at War, and most of the maps in Black Ops were really good. Black Ops Two is when it kind of sucked. Yeah. I thought Black Ops Two Zombies wasn't fun. It wasn't. It was terrible. Yeah. Um. What's World at War running nowadays on Steam? Oh, it's cheap. Well, I wait. think it's like twenty with all the map pack. Yeah. Wait for a sale. You'll yeah. get it on a sale I can, cheap. I can get into some zombies. I'll play it. Don't get Black Ops. It's forty dollars on. Steam no, no, still. no. I'll, I'm not going to. I'll only get the uh, yeah. World at War. Yeah, because we're gonna because we wanted to do some Black Ops zombies, but we all saw it was still forty dollars, not counting yeah. DLC on Steam. It's insane. Which is we're like, yeah, right. But uh, yeah, doing a lot of zombies. I've been doing some multiplayer. I finally found a server where I didn't get kicked for not crouching uh, <laughs> and being silent. I I like joined a server and I was running and somebody goes. Will McDoodles, can you please crouch? We can hear your footprints. And I was like, <laughs> I typed in the thing, crouching is stupid, and then just quit. Because uh, I hate I hate that. There's not a lot of servers that have people on it. So, like, I want to play the game, but I don't want to play it crouching. Yeah. If there's a, one of the, the benefits of the consoles is, is there's not that. They're all console-hosted maps, you know, the, the yeah. or servers, rather. And like that's I, that's annoying 
is all these weird, stupid rules, rules. that people have for their servers. I and, hate that. And some of them are all right with rules. Like they, the things that like a lot of people get bothered with is like the perk martyrdom and like the grenade launcher on the weapons. And like people make servers where you're like, oh, you can't use martyrdom or grenade launcher. Yeah. And that gets rid of a lot of the things a lot of people hate. But with the stupid rules like crouching and stuff like that, and with not a lot of servers being populated, I d- would prefer dedicated like the uh, the company running their yeah. own servers for yeah. that. Or ste- like Steam ste- hosted servers. Yeah, like that would be fine with. And like some of the other ones that are highly populated are all like modded maps. So like when you click the thing, you have to download the mod, and it takes like fifteen minutes, and yeah. you just, then you get into the game, and then you get kicked because you didn't crouch, and it's just stupid. Yeah. But there was one map. It's called I don't remember what the thing or one server, but it was like bonus experience the whole time. So you get a thousand experience for a kill. In World at War, like it's usually ten for a kill. So like you level up really quick. I think I did two rounds and I got to level like forty eight yeah. from level two. So that was cool. Wow. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I was like, I would like to get that progress without having to play um, forty hours. Like I, like I got to tenth prestige level sixty five and Call of Duty World at War on the Xbox, which is the highest you can go. That's yeah. how much I love that. So like I'm kind of making up some ground with that server. So I only really play that server online now. Uh-huh. It's a lot of fun, but uh, World at War is definitely. I've put like five hours within the last week of that. Nice. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Anything else, Will? I think that's it. All right, Eric. What do you got for us? Um, let's see. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit. I forgot that I played the Evolve Alpha. Oh yeah. Did anybody else play it? No, downloaded I, it. I but... meant to, and I never got the chance. <laughs> um, it was frustrating because well, I know, and I, I realize it is an alpha. I... Yeah, they were doing like stress testing and stuff too. Yeah, I should say I did it on uh, Xbox One. Um, I don't know, man. Based off of my brief time with, I only played one match, and the one thing I didn't want to do was be the monster, and that's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, boy, I don't know. I might not get it. That was on my definite purchase list. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those games, just like Assassin's Creed Unity, if you're not playing with people you know, it's probably not going to be as much fun. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, I just got that feeling from it. I was like, boy, I don't know if I want to spend $60 on it, because it I, I wanted to go in there and be like, this is an awesome game. And I came out thinking, eh, I don't know if I want to buy this. Yeah. It doesn't interest me that much. I just wanted to play the beta so I could try it and yeah. talk about it, and I I forgot about it. Well, it was a pain to figure out where you had to redeem your code. Yeah, so. I, never, I never even figured that out. We had to look it up. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. Like, it it was cool. I could see why somebody would like it. I, I Like I said, I was a monster, and I had the ability to throw, throw like, a rock at the enemies. Um, I had fire breath, I believe, and a charge attack. Um, and that was really fun. I ate a couple of animals to help evolve. I didn't actually get to evolve because I found the players I was, you know, trying to hunt down, and I just attacked them. And wanted to try all my attacks on them, so I didn't take into account how much I was getting killed. Okay. And I got killed, I wouldn't say fairly quickly. It took them a while, but uh, I don't know. You, you don't think it's going to revolutionize multiplayer like they thought it was going I to? I don't think so. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a really cool idea. Yeah. I, I just, if, if I had enough friends that I knew were going to play it, it would be a lot of fun. Right. But I don't, so... It's it's a slightly different take on the standard multiplayer, exactly. Kinda. Yeah. What do you and do? All right, so it's, it's, it's four v one. Yeah, four player characters take down a player controlled monster. Right. So the monster evolves over time. That's what it, why it's called evolve. And I think there's three stages to the monster. 
Um, and he gets bigger, and I'm assuming more powerful, and you evolve by um, eating wildlife that's around the map, basically. And I, I don't know if you probably get points towards evolving or some something like that for getting player kills. Um, but yeah, you basically just need to evolve and avoid people. And the thing about the, the four-player team that's hunting the monsters, each one has a different class, and you ha- each player is a different class. You don't have the option to be the same. So there's an assault class, support class, medic class, and a trapper. I wanted to try the trapper because he sets traps for the for the monster. And I thought that sounded kind of cool. Uh, I just wasn't really interested in being the monster. I don't yeah. know. I like working with a team better than I like to, to do it by myself. Um, climbing the walls was really cool with the monster, though. That was fun. Scaling, like, cliffs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And just being above everybody and they didn't know where I was. And that was kind of funny. Yeah. Looking down on them like, ha, I see you fuckers. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I could throw a rock at you from here. <laughs> so if all four players get down, the monster wins, basically? I don't know. Eric didn't get that far. It was also a pain in the ass getting into a game. That's what one of my friends said. Yeah, it got to a point where I was waiting for like five minutes, and I was like, all right, I'm yeah. going to go play something else. It's it's valuable time that you don't have to waste Absolutely. waiting. My, my video game time is very precious to me, and if you can't get me into a game in five minutes, I have a lot of other options. I'm probably going to use them. Yeah. So, and I, like I said, it's in the alpha, obviously. So they're they're testing shit. So I don't really hold that against them. But so did it go, get bumped down to a maybe at this point? That's a definite maybe. Okay. Especially because it comes out when oh, the order Bloodborne right. and Witcher Three come out. Fe- <laughs> oh yeah, that's fe- right. February or is it yeah, late January? It's February. One of those games is late January. Dying Light is late. January. Dying Light is late January. Damn it! <laughs> I'm probably gonna get Dying Light and not get um, Evolve. Evolve. Okay. Gotcha. So. Yeah, that hey, was Eric. my yeah. Not to change the subject, no, but sure. somebody tweeted, uh, and I think it might have been you, and what you just said reminded me of it, uh, about how you, if a game doesn't catch you in five minutes, there's a lot of other, th- other things you can play. I forget, who tweeted the article about starting a new RPG sucks? I did. I, re- I retweeted it fr- from my personal account, I think. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, because I always talk about that. Yeah. You know, I just I get so intimidated by starting an RPG like Fallout 3 yeah, cuz you you got to know that you have to sink yeah a lot of hours into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Like I'm not intimidated to go back to Skyrim because I know what I'm getting into. Yeah, you've played a lot of Skyrim. But like Fallout 3 that's like an unknown to me. Yeah. I've tried to play it four times now and I just can't get into it and part of that is the intimidation factor. There's just so much shit to do and I just I can't find the time for that. Yeah. The same thing I with like you. Final Fantasy. Like I bought Final, <laughs> I bought the Final Fantasy ten ten two uh, HD remake on PS three. Oh, that's right. I'm not gonna play it, and I don't know. I just I can't do it. Yeah, hmm. I don't have the metal. But okay, yeah. Evolve. Um, evolve. Yeah, that's it for evolve. Yeah. <laughs> Mario Kart eight. Just a little bit more about that. Just so you guys know, for your peace of mind, I beat. I got gold on everything, including mirror mode. Okay. Nice. Well done. And you know, Corey, I just wanted to throw this out there. Uh, After playing through the entire game, including mirror mode, I am surprised that you brought 50cc to the table. (laughs) I really am. Listen, (laughs) I I totally understand your guys' argument. Like, oh, what did that take you, like, half an hour? And yeah, it did. But my point is and will be forever... That we have to set a metric that can apply to every game except for the games that it can't. I get it. It's not going to work in every game. 
But in, if we start deciding arbitrarily, and this was before, granted, we knew that there was a different set of credits mm-hmm. at right. the end of Mirror Mode. It, it was early on. Right. Now that I know that, I totally get it, and I agree with you guys. But when I was saying that before, it was just a matter of sticking with the system because that's all we have. Yeah. And if we want to start assigning arbitrary beaten games to these games, then I think it's just going to get out of hand. I totally understand what your guys' point was, and I, you know, I tend to agree, but I'm somebody who, you know, likes to stick with the system because it's the simplest way to do it. Yeah. I wasn't trying to eke an extra beaten game out of anything. No, 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 and I'm not insinuating you were. Right. I'm just saying I'm surprised that you were offering 50cc. Yeah, and and like I said, I, I would still stand by that until we discovered that there was a different set of credits, like a more complete credits uh, at the end of Mirror Mode. I've always been a fan of the group vote. <laughs> Little mini, uh, what's the word? Mini democracy in action. Mini debate. Uh, mi- <laughs> mini debate. <laughs> mini debate. Mini debate. Mini debate, though. Yeah. Yeah, but then you get into the whole, like, length of game arg- arguments and, you know, like... Then people fire shots at mobile games. Yeah, and <laughs> then, then you know, like, Eric will play a game like Home, which is an hour and a half, and get a beaten game out of it. And it's like, well, I think you should experience more of the game, maybe try it on a harder difficulty, which is essentially what you're arguing for Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. And it just gets out of hand. So it's for me, it's it's always going to be... And, yeah, like, you guys can outvote me. That's totally fine. But for me, I'm always going to argue credits. Well, your your grandfather your grandfather in for Mario Kart Eight. Yes. Well, I got there anyway. Right. Um, but I'm always going to argue credits, and you know, unless there's a game like you know, we give a beaten game for FIFA because you played it so much. Right. Or Civ. Civ. You know, it's it's you know, if those games don't have the credits that typically define the end of a game, that's when we decide the ending. Okay. And what what. Amounts to a beaten game. Yeah. We have another argument we have to have okay. on this podcast, and that's how... Well, no, not really an argument, but uh, we've got to figure out how remastered, re-released games factor into our Thummy Awards. Oh, yeah, because Val- I posed the question with Valkyrie Chronicles. Like, Valkyrie what? Chronicles, yeah. Last of Us is another one. Yeah. Um, we've got we've to figure figure those out. Sleeping well, Dogs. Well, Sleeping Dogs, if, if anyone... I don't think anyone of us, well, anyone of us is going to get that, but... Um, you know, it's important, especially, I think even next year, there'll still be a lot of like remastered type of games that, that come out. So I'm still banking on mass effect here. Yeah. But anyway, well, that's a conversation for another night. Anywho. Yeah. Dan, you want to get into Bayonetta get with in, me? Let's get into Bayonetta. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts first, Eric. I, Cause I know, uh, we, we were, we were texting a little bit during, yeah. while you were playing it. So, yeah. So I got Bayonetta two because it was so highly regarded and I just got my Wii U and you, yeah. you buy a game. Something you know? new, yeah. So it came with Bayonetta 1 and Dan said he was going to play the first one because Before neither of us had played second. it and, yeah. you know, figure we'll, we'll get get the hang of it through the first Bayonetta and see what the, all the hubbub was about. Yeah. So that's what I decided to do too. Uh, I played about almost three hours, I think. Uh-huh. I really was not into it for first. a good 45 minutes probably. There's yeah. a lot more talking in it than I really like in a game. Yeah. I don't care about the story at all. In fact, at one point I turned it down and listened to a soccer game or a podcast or something and uh-huh. was just skipping all the uh, movie. I can't think of the word. It's almost like the, the some of the, the cutscenes are like storyboarded. Cutscenes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That in between. Stuff. I was just skipping through all that because I don't really care about what's happening. And at yeah. this point, I just kind of want to beat it. Yeah. Um, 
I do enjoy the gameplay. It's tough though. It is very hard. Based on like Holy combos shit. and hit streaks and keeping that going without getting hit, but it's a bitch to like judge when you're going to get hit and when to hit the dodge button. Yeah, because there, there's a a a power. I guess it's the power in it called Witch Mode, mm-hmm. and it's it's you use a dodge, but you have to dodge right before you get hit. Last second. Last second. Otherwise, it doesn't turn into witch mode, which witch mode slows the combat down. So you can set up your combos a little bit easier than when everyone's just fighting all at once. Really helpful. Uh, really helpful, but it is also really hard to time, especially yes. if you're fighting multiple enemies. Because um, I feel like they have different attacks they're using, and you ne- you can't really get a grasp on which one is coming when. Yeah. And, and, and the combat is going so fast that... Even if you see it multiple times, I'm still not getting a hang of when the attack the is timing. actually going to hit me. Yeah, I have trouble with the guys that are, like, six-legged guys. Um, timing their attacks has been a bastard. <laughs> I still, I'm still, I'm 17 hours into Bayonetta, yeah. and I still can't get their it's timing right. Um, but, yeah, uh, well, I mean, what are your thoughts other than that? I mean, you turned the difficulty down from I normal didn't. to easy. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought about it. You might want to. I might. It, we'll see how it goes. The later I get, the harder it gets. I it's, almost gets, rage quit. It's a bastard. After the last boss that I fought, yeah. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to beat this. Yeah. But I was saved by the autosave partway through the boss fight. Yeah, there's a few of those. Yeah, because... Uh, if, if you have to restart some of them, like, I, I probably would have quit, too. Fuck that. No way. Because it's, it's hard. It is a very hard game. Yeah. I Overall, I hate the setting. It's very yeah. drab. Yeah, see, I heard there's – there's, and that was going to be one of my complaints about Bayonetta. We're not going to get, like, too into Bayonetta because it's, like, five years old at this yeah. point. We're, we'll talk more about Bayonetta 2 when we get there. Um, but, yeah, that was going to be one of my complaints was uh, very repetitive setting. Yeah, it's ugly. Uh, it's it's ugly. It's kind of – it's like a gray city. Yeah. Um, not, Rust. Not, yeah, not pretty to look at. Um Character design, especially enemy design, is fantastic. I don't like the enemies. You don't like the enemies? Not the just basic ones. The bosses look cool. Yeah. Like the the dragon heads and stuff yeah. like that, but the, the just generic, like, angels. Yeah. <laughs> See, I really like them. I thought they were cool. I didn't care uh, for it. Especially to kill. Yeah, I didn't care for it. Okay. I think I think Will's gonna like the the setting too because like it's the angels demons thing and you're you're kind of taking you're you're fighting the forces of of heaven in it which is which is awesome. Um, that is it's pretty really, awesome. really fun. I do like Bayonetta the character. Bayonetta is a cool character. She's a cool character and I like the customizable um, outfits that they put into the game. Yeah, the from Nintendo games. Yeah, or not customizable. They put four new outfits in it and you can pick which one you want to wear. Yeah. Um, have you have you switched up your your weapons at all? Not really. Yeah, you can you can change up your weapons. I ended up going with like a sword and the and the shotgun. Oh, as I don't my think I've gotten to the shotgun yet. Yeah, you get a shotgun. There's also like uh, claws. I have a pair of revolvers that I can choose from right now. Yeah, yeah. There's a shotgun, a sword, claws, and there's like a almost like a rocket launcher type of weapon. One thing I really like is being able to pick up the angelic weapons. Yeah. after you kill. And use those. Those are pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, the attacks are awesome. Like when you get a good combo going. Yep. I just unlocked Breakdance. Oh, Did you get that one. I love that. Yeah, I, I use that a lot because you can preview. Like you unlock new um, attacks and uh, weapons and things like that in the Gates of Hell, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah, that's the merchant, the gift guy. shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Gates of Hell. When you go in there, it's like where you can buy items and uh, new moves and weapons and things of that nature. But it lets you preview the moves. 
and I previewed breakdance, and I was like, that's the one I need. And you just start doing a breakdance and firing off your weapons in every direction. Yeah, I was like, this is great. Bayonetta has two guns in her hand mm-hmm. and then two attached to the, the heels of her boots. Right, like the spurs, um, if you would. So she uses those a lot in her, in combat, and yeah. it's, uh, it's a very cool it's 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 on the do- map to the dodge button. So if you hold down the do- dodge button, that's what she does. That was she another reason that I took it because it was one button. Yeah, well, like, a lot of the perfect. combos are pretty complex. They are complex. It's a pain in the balls. Yeah, and Corey, I mean, I talked about this before, but when I played the wonderful, I, well, one of the reasons why I played the wonderful one hundred and one was to get a feel for. It's a platinum games. It's it's very much the same as as the wonderful 101 uh probably not quite as complex control wise as as the wonderful 101 was but i I, that definitely helped me in in bayonetta um was being familiar with their kind of control scheme and and the the action events that happen like later on in the game uh definitely helped me with with bayonetta which was good that being said uh it grew on me yeah after the first 45 minutes or so i really i did start to like it more um i'm enjoying it i'm gonna try my damnedest to keep playing it but with everything coming out i don't know if i will yeah um it's it it's hard to like some some of the like fights i would die like five or ten times it gets pretty hard I'm, i'm 17 hours in i'm on the last boss battle Oh, I'm about wow. halfway through the last boss battle. I'm sure you beat I it. wanted to have it beaten. I, I put on a push this afternoon, and I just I, I, I ran out of time. But I'm going to beat it tonight when I go back upstairs. Nice. I'll finish it off because I really want to start the second one because yeah. that's really what's what's relevant right the now. The meat and taters. Yeah, um, and, and everyone seems to think that it's it's improved in every way from I the first one. I just hope the look of it is better. I, and from what I've seen, there is more variety in environments. Okay. So. Because that a was more color would be that nice. was yeah exactly that was my that was my only complaint so far about the first bayonetta was the lack of interesting environments they are all kind of the same yeah it's like like there's either the parts that take place in the city or there's like ruins yep and that's that's it that's I mean pretty much there's it. a little variety like later on but not much yeah. not enough yeah no it's not bad though I. I... I'm obviously going to try Bayonetta 2 regardless of if I beat Bayonetta, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Not my style of game usually. Yeah. You should play the Wonderful 101. Yeah. I have it. you still have it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll borrow it. Um, that is a little more complex than Bayonetta, though. Is it? For for as far as control schemes go, yeah. It's pretty, pretty freaking hard. Yeah, Will had it for a little while. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty difficult. What was the... the recent game I played with the controls I just got too flustered with? Mordor. Yes, too both, much shit going on. Both Mordor, uh, both Bayonetta and Wonderful One Hundred One are definitely harder than Mordor control wise. Yeah. The the thing with Bayonetta is, if you can effectively use the dodge, you can get through it. Oh yeah, I'm not thus far not effective. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I only realized like within the past two or three hours to just dodge as much as you can yeah. wait till you get to witch time and then start the and combat then hit your, yeah that's what i was doing on my last boss fight that i got in yep um what i was doing was just spraying bullets at him uh-huh. and then waiting until i got witch time yep and then hitting him yep otherwise i would just say fuck it and keep shooting him yeah but uh i don't know we'll see what happens yeah yeah i, I really wanted to have it beaten for today i thought for sure you did 17 hours 17 hours nice um, like I said, about halfway through the last, last boss battle, um, I'll have it beaten tonight or, or tomorrow. So that's all I played though. That's, that's it for me. All right. Uh, let's get into feedback, shall we? 
Yes, sir. Uh, I'm calling it up on my tablet. All right. Do we want to do question of the week first, or do we want to do other feedback first? We'll do other feedback yeah. first. Um, if you want to leave us feedback, you can. Uh, we usually like to post our ep- what our episode's going to be about next week, uh, or upcoming, like either the day of, or even a couple. I like to do it a couple days before. I don't always, rem- always remember. Um, but yeah, if you know if you're playing anything in particular that you want to let us know about, you can you can tell us some feedback, or uh, we'll always have a question of the week nowadays um, that you can answer in feedback. If you want to contact us, you can uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com/thumbstickathletes. Twitter feed is twitter.com/tsathletes. Uh, thumbstickathletes.com is our website. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can either email us like a sound file directly, or you can call us at six zero seven. Five two seven zero five four seven, or leave us an email at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com uh, as I said we'll always have a question of the week you can tell us what you're playing if you know what game we're talking about and you've played it you can let us know what you think about it uh, so yeah Facebook feedback Idaho JK hey, fellows I tried to play Evil Within and it is not that great it is not scary at all but it is really frustrating I almost would say it is as bad as Assassin's Creed 3 because I rage quit <laughs> I just don't see how zombies can become sharpshooters. The story wasn't good and the gameplay was just okay. I don't recommend it. Other than that, all I've done is Destiny and now I have all three of my characters up to light levels. I do think the free games coming to PS4 in December and January also I do like the free games coming to PS4 in January and December. Also, I think I will rank Grand Theft Auto 5 for PS4 after the video I saw. It looks amazing. So, not a good recommendation for Evil Within. I had pretty much already crossed it off my list at this point. It'll be a rent if it ever comes Redbox. Probably not. No, not even. No. Valuable game time. I'm Well, that, and I'm such a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> even though he didn't find it scary, he's probably tougher than me. Yeah. I get um, scared way too easily. Me too. So. See, I thought Outlast was scary, but, like, Daylight wasn't scary at all. I probably would be scared by uh, Evil Within. Mm-hmm. But it's really got to it's really got to create the right atmosphere, yeah. You know, and yep. day, daylight just did not do that. Okay, um, that's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. Got the little sound effects in Outlast. Yeah, oh. it's a freaky game. And like I said, you didn't even get to some of the freakier parts. <laughs> Thank God for that, Eric. I still <laughs> jumped when the guy in the wheelchair jumped. Like I oh, knew that was coming it. from a mile away. Remember when I started talking about stopping playing? Yeah. And uh, John. Our buddy who lives yeah. out in L.A. now told me he'd think of me as less of a man. Yep. And right <laughs> after that was when I got to the guy that jumped out of the wheelchair. Yep. And he goes, never mind, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, Ryan in Iowa says, since this will namely be a Will and Eric joint main part, will they finally be presenting their section that was entitled something like, this needs to stop? So we actually already did that. We would like to turn that, we would like to do video evidence of that too, so... Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. Uh, those when those the, go up. The other problem with doing video for that is when things like that happen, I tend to get so pissed that I probably won't remember to record it. Oh yeah, you say well. I mean, Xbox it's a little easier, right? Yeah, because you just say Xbox record that. Yeah, I don't think PlayStation does that, does it? They just put a bunch of new voice commands in, so maybe okay if you have the camera. Yeah, I don't know. I have to look into that. Gotcha. All right, question of the week. Corey, you want to read the question of the week? You want me to read it? We got <laughs> we got a late entrant with that one, too. I'll read it after you Perfect. read all the... Okay. 
Yes, Corey, I would like you to read it. Question of the week from this last week is what video game death would you want your own death to be? Uh-huh. All right. Uh, the first one is from Ryan. Uh, Ryan in Michigan who says, John Marston, Red Dead Redemption. Now, I don't know how he died because I never got that far. <laughs> None of us do. <laughs> I no, played... we, never, we never beat the game. That's Damn, we I don't was know. hoping one of you could tell me. Well, that's that's a game <laughs> I played up until the last... I was probably very close to the ending, and I, and I quit on that game. So someone look up John Marston's death because we should, we should probably talk about it. I don't want to spoil it. Why? It's I, been think out... it's a big eno- I think it's a big enough spoiler to know that he dies. Didn't that game come out like six it's years ago? It's been out a while. 2011, right? Really? No. No. That I would, can't I would guess, be. I'd guess 2010. 2009 is what I would guess. Dear Lord. It's It's been out a while. <laughs> I've never even played that game. 2010. Okay. May, summer 2010. Um, <laughs> yeah, the John Marsden thing. Um, I knew he died because you play as his son at the end of the game. My little anecdote about Red Dead Redemption is that uh, it's it's aptly named because that's the game that gave me the Red Ring of Death on my oh, Xbox. Oh, so you'll right. always forever hate it. Not once, but twice. What? Ooh. Were you yeah, well, it? I, it gave it to me the first time, and then I did one of the like home fixes. Home you know, you open it? up your you open up your Xbox and screw screw in some things and clamp. all this crazy stuff. Welding. Yeah, and then it worked for mm, maybe a week, and then it just killed it again. You didn't towel trick it? Put it, wrap it in a towel and put it in the oven. Put it in the freezer. No, you've. One of my friends just wrapped it in a towel and it overheated and it like worked. It was weird. Yeah, because it melts. It's that's not recommended, but (laughs) what that does is it heats it up so much that it uh, re melds the what you call it solder. Yeah, my the, words aren't the, coming the, out. The chip to the board. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid how that works. Yeah. Fucking happened to me three times. Ugh. Nope. I got one. I opened it up and one put in my own heat sink, and that didn't last. Okay. So John Marston's death in Red Dead Redemption. That's a good one, though. From what I understand, uh, I googled best video game deaths, and that one was on a few lists. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, Dave in Boston. It would have to be quick, but also entertaining. I'm thinking Chainsaw Death and Gears of War. <laughs> that, that would be entertaining. Uh, quick. That, <laughs> I think that would be a horrible way to die, Dave. But Getting chainsawed? I, yeah. That wouldn't be fun at all. It's not. I mean, the last well, thing you hear would be a chainsaw, which is an awful sound, and the repeat. last thing you'd see is your blood spraying everywhere. <laughs> Real quick side note: Speaking though. of uh, chainsaws, you guys ever watch those videos of these these guys that scare the shit out of people? Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I okay, do. Did you see the latest one in the bathroom? No, I didn't see one in the bathroom. Oh. I saw like the one that came out for Halloween, where they had he had like somebody in the trunk of a car and was just going to town, and the blood was spraying everywhere. I saw one the other day where they go to, like, a rest stop bathroom and put, like, red paint or whatever it is. It's supposed to be blood on the walls and on the floor. And he'll, like, go in one of the stalls. And when somebody goes to sit on the turtlet next to him in the next stall, he revs up the the chainsaw and sticks it under the stall and, like, shakes it around a little bit. And obviously the one guy stands up and shits on the floor. (laughs) 
takes off running. Like, <laughs> and another dude wipes out on the fake blood. It was people terrifying. People that do those pranks are lucky they don't get shot more. Dude, yeah. If I had kidding, a gun with, with me at that point, which I probably never would, right. but still, uh, that's a cause to open fire. Absolutely. <laughs> and well-deserved. Yeah. Honestly. One of these days, one of those pranksters is going to eat it. I actually read a pretty good article today about they're called prank vertisements about how all those videos go really viral and it's one of the best ways to target um, like twenty one to thirty five year old males like it's one of the few types yeah. of adver- advertisements they respond to and it can it can be cool but the well one of the ones that I I thought was cool was I think it was for the new Carrie movie maybe or it was for something and they they did it in like a cafe in New York City. Where some some lady gets coffee spilled on her laptop or whatever, and she starts freaking out, and she flings someone into a bookshelf. Yeah, that was really cool. And she like throws her hands back, and like yeah. all the tables shake, and yep. like stuff flies. Like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that would just I would just run out of the thing immediately. You oh know? yeah, people were like standing there watching. I'd be like, no, I'd be out. Of, people were filming it. I'd be they, out like, of took there. Their phones out. Yeah, I'd be out of there in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh. But anyway, it's a good never, movie though. By the way, you'd never Carrie. see me run run so fast. Uh, Chris in New York says Eris from Final Fantasy VII because everyone will cry. <laughs> this actually was also on my list. Um, probably the mo- the one I would most like one of the, one of the two that I would most likely to go only because it's sudden. You know, if I was going to die a video game death, I would want it to be sudden. I had one that popped into my head immediately, but the more I thought about what we'll get when we talk when we talk about our own, but um, I thought. One of them was was horrible, so I didn't want to. But this was one that popped into my head: is Eris's sword through the chest yeah. from the back. That popped into my head too. My biggest, I don't want to say regret, but the thing that sucks the most about that was I knew I hadn't played Final Fantasy VII until maybe a year and a half ago, so I had known that the death was going to happen, and that kind of sucked that I knew that. Yeah, because everybody talked about how they were crying when they saw it and how it was just so tragic i was heartbroken and it was just like i knew it was coming so i didn't really use her a whole lot so you treat her differently when you know she's gonna die i treat her a little differently i use tifa more than yeah because i knew yeah that was also on my list there chris uh idaho jake now for question of the week i've been thinking about this for a long time and i would like to die like the character i made in fallout 3 because he died to save the world by purifying the water might have gone with something else, but I have not beat The Last of Us or Walking Dead Season 1. The noble death. Noble yeah. death. Yep. Um, Tom in New York, probably Avery Johnson, send me out with a bang. That's from Halo 3. 3. Halo mm-hmm. 3. Okay. Evan in New York, Dom Santiago, Gears of War 3. I don't remember how Dom dies in Gears of War 3. It's been a while since I played it. He explained it to me, but now I don't remember. Yeah. It was... Did he, oh, I think he exploded when he was fending off things for friends. Okay. Uh, he told, like, Marcus and the group to go ahead, and then, like, there was a huge explosion, if yeah. I remember correctly. I gotcha. So you, you guys played been, that more, but I think yeah, that was Yeah, it's been a it. long time. Yeah, because I, I, I played the story once, okay. and then I, me and Eric played Horde Mode yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best part of that, that game. That was. <laughs> I think that's how we ended up dying. Okay. Uh, and then Mike in Minnesota, John Marston also gets my vote. We have to know how John Marston dies. I've got another one here from Tito. Okay, Tito. Let's hear it. Uh, Tito in L.A. says, I'd like a similar death to Commander Shepard, where I'm dead for two years, then get brought back to life. And here's the kicker. No one ever asks him if God and heaven exists. 
that always baffled me about Mass Effect 2 that no one was even curious about asking him, so was there heaven or hell? <laughs> Especially Ashley, because Ashley Williams is religious in that game. You'd think she would bring it up in, in Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Maybe I just didn't want to get into that whole you know, thing. Maybe. Um, you know what, Tito? I'm going to I'm gonna second yours, because I had also thought about Commander Shepard's death at the beginning of Mass Effect 2, uh, where he kind of goes down with uh, the Normandy. But... He also suffocates to death, which I think would be a horrible way to die. Um, so, right. so I actually ended up changing that to Eris's death for for one of them, and I have another one which I'll get into when we do ours. But but Mass Effect uh, Mass Effect Two Shepard's death was on my list. That was my that was my knee jerk reaction when you said that Corey last week was the Normandy because that was such a powerful scene to start off Mass Effect Two. Um, but I, I think suffocating to death would be horrible. Yeah, that's probably the worst way. Yeah. Besides or, drowning. Or drowning. Or burning. Yeah. Burning. Ooh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Even minor burns are awful. Yeah, yeah you're right. Maybe burning. That's the, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to think about it too much. You guys <laughs> want to hear a gross story about burning to death? No. How bad is it? Go ahead. Tell it. This guy, oh, God. he's at a park with his buddy. And they're they're at like hot springs, and the guy. It's a really gross story. Maybe I shouldn't share it. Uh, I'll do the too long didn't read version. Uh, guy jumps in a hot spring, uh, is able to get out. Says how stupid he is. He's all burnt up. People start taking off his clothes, and his skin comes with it, and he doesn't live much longer. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's get into our answers for the question of the week. Let Eric, me go first because yeah. I don't have much for Eric, you. Okay, I I have only recently become interested in stories in video games. Uh, I was never really a guy that played through video games, so I honestly couldn't think of anything. But so I'll share with you my my most memorable death in a video game, uh-huh. and I wouldn't want this to happen to anyone. But uh, when Last of Us has been out long enough, right? Sure. Okay. In the beginning of the game, yeah, it's in the beginning of the game yeah. anyway, when Joel's daughter gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. Um, but just based off the ones that have been talked about, I guess the one I would go with would be the Gears 3. Uh-huh. Fending off the, the enemies. Okay. Letting yeah. your buddies go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Joel's poor daughter. Ruined him. Yeah. Made him a black coffee drinker. Yep. <laughs> All right, right, Will, what do you got? Uh, I had three, so I'm going to kind of pick one. They're all from Mass Effect 3. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, mine mine is from Mass Effect 3, too. The one that I would go with, there's there's two that were tragic that was Morden's death and Legion's death. Because both of them were to, uh, Morden was to fix what he did wrong to fix the Krogan. And Legion was to make the the Geth um, intelligent, all of them, like him. And those are two really noble deaths, but they're more sad and not ways I'd want to go. The way that I would want to go is what Thane did. Thane's my favorite Mass Effect 3 character. And the background for Thane is his race has, like, a, a biological disease that at a certain point they get sick and they end up, like, slowly dying. So the entire story in Mass Effect 3 with him is he's on the Citadel getting care to live longer. Uh, but when the Citadel gets attacked by Cerberus and Kai Lang, uh, Kai Lang is going to kill... I don't remember who it was, if it was Shepard or if it was the Ambassadors. 
Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. But uh, Thane, sick, comes in, and he's an assassin, and he fights off Kai Lang and fends him off for everybody. He ends up getting stabbed, and then after that, after everything on the Citadel happens, he ends up dying. And there's the really sad moment with Shepard in there, like, they're going over the prayer and stuff like that, and Thane's son's all in there. Yeah. And, like, I'm into the whole, like, sacrificing yourself for, like, the, good, the better thing, because, like, if that ever... I would want to do that if yeah. I ever had the opportunity. If you were going to die anyway, you yeah. might as well sacrifice yourself Just do for, it. for, for, yeah, for good. It's coming soon, Will. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. So that's I say that now, but I would run like hell. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm, I I'm, can I'm, fight. I'm all talk right now. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know you can fight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Thane's my favorite character in the Mass Effect universe, yeah. and that was probably the most sad I was ever in a video game was that death. So. See, I, I also went with Morden. That was my ultimate decision was Morden. Morden. That was... Uh, finishing off his, his research project to help uh, cure the geno- genophage for the for the Krogan. Yeah. Which gets me... I'm going to... I want to play oh, through Mass damn Effect. damn it. I... We, I should play through yeah. Mass Effect again. You that guys game was your fucking, Mass Effect. It was so good. It's such a good series. It's all yeah. right. Game's great. <laughs> <laughs> all three. I have all of them, so. I do, too. They're on Steam. Damn it. Mass we should just do a group playthrough and just, you know, nah. we'll do a hour at a time and I'll sit together and watch and talk about it. I would love it's that. It's not a bad idea. Because I haven't played through one as much as I played through two and three. Because I got every achievement in two and three, and I didn't yeah. do that for one. So I have some unfinished business you with one. You guys have to wait till I get over my initial PC surge to do this. Okay. Yeah, okay. We can try. Because I just bought Guild Wars for you guys. Yeah, we do have to play Guild Wars. <laughs> and we go off and play Mass Effect. Eric, yeah, if it were up to me, yeah. I wouldn't have told you to get Guild Wars. Why? Yeah, but you're the wild card. I would always going to play it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'd, be, I'd be happy to play it you're with You're the them. wild card, I'm ready to Corey. go to play that. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I've been looking for a world versus world partner for a long time. I'm, I don't know I'm if you'll. Guy. I don't know if you'll ever hit the level cap. Yeah, it doesn't take that long. Possible. You could do it in a weekend. Eh, no, I don't think so. It is faster compared to faster than other MMORPGs, though. To level, what is the level cap? Eighty. Oh, okay, I'm halfway there. Not bad. What about you, Corey? Video game death. Uh, my initial thought, Dan, was also yours and Tito's, the uh, Mass Effect Com- 2. Commander Shepard. That made me think about Mass Effect 3, um, and even though in my playthrough my Shepard didn't necessarily die, um, I like that whole, you know, dying yeah. for the better, Yeah, like Will was talking about a little bit. Um, so that was what I had. I couldn't really come up with anything very good for this one, even though it was my question. Yeah. Uh, but then I also wanted to throw in there the journey, uh, journey death at the end. Wait, do you die at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's mine though. Um, just cause it's oh, a, a got... life well, it's a life well lived. Yes. You asshole spoiled it. Yeah. You. Well, it's nah. not really a spoiler. For <laughs> no. That no, I know. It's more about the experience for that game than what, exactly. what the ending ultimate is ultimately is. Yes. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Do you have a question of the week for next week, Corey? I do. I thought we'd go a little bit lighter this time, and yeah, I was kicking around dark. a Call of Duty idea, so maybe you, we want to go that route. But yes, uh, because that's going to be related to our episode next week. Okay, uh, so here it is. It's a fill in the blank. Call of Duty forty two colon fill in the <laughs> subtitle. <laughs> okay, I like that. All right, I, I love that. that is I'll good. save my lighthearted one for next week. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So we'll do the Call of Duty one this week. Do we want to tease what next week's episode is going to be about? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. 
Okay. It's going to be Call of Duty-esque, I guess. But we're going to, instead of talking about Call of Duty, because one of us got it, we're going to talk about why none of us bought Call of Duty. Right? One of us didn't get it. One, one of, of us, us is going to have playing. One of us is going it. to have played it. Yes, but we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about uh, why we didn't buy it. Why we didn't buy it this year, um, even though you know it's it seems to be well reviewed. Uh, th- there was more than one reason why we didn't buy it this year, um, which we'll get into next week. One of <sighs> one of the reasons, particularly, was was uh, me upset me, but you I know, think I'm in the same boat. Yeah, uh, and it wasn't even. I'm not even a fan of the series, but this, you know, it deterred me, me right immediately. Off. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be our episode for next week. It'll, it'll be a little different. Uh, instead of talking about why we why we bought a game, we're gonna talk about why none of us did buy a game. So a little change. Yeah, I think after that, our episode's gonna be Halo and then Assassin's Creed. After that, right? I think that's what we figured out. Yeah, that sounds right. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's it. I feel like there's a game we're missing. Are we skipping Far over Cry? something? Mm. I don't think so. Uh, there's a bunch of games coming out on the 18th, the 21st. I want to wait on the on the Dragon Age episode because it's going to be a a long game. Yeah, and I want to play a significant amount of time. So we'll have our Dragon Age episode sometime in December. Oh yeah, that's um, it. Smash will be in there at some point. What about Far Cry slash Little Big Planet? Yeah, Can I mean it, it depends on what of those games we each buy. Uh, I have joint? I have to I have to wait on Far Cry. I'm not gonna be able to buy Far Cry for a while. I'm so. getting Far Cry Far release Cry. day. I'm not getting Little Big Planet right away. Okay. Are you getting Little Big Planet? No, I've got to wait. I was gonna say we could do now. a joint episode, but if we're jumbled about with that, yeah, we'll figure it out. But anyway, next week's gonna be why we didn't buy Call of Duty. Then it's gonna be Halo. Then it's gonna be Assassin's Creed. So that'll be our next few few episodes. So. That's everything, right? Yeah. Uh, I just started a Thumbstick Athletes Instagram account. Um, probably be pretty easy to find. It's just the username is Thumbstick Athletes, all one word. Uh-huh. Uh, please follow us. I'm going to start posting uh, some video game related hipstergrams. Nice. So. Sounds good. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 172 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. America. Will. And Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.